Hello and welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean! And... <laughs> did I did I say that more intensely than usual? Were Just you building a, the, up my energy? The, the beginning was a little like, hello and welcome! I'm Sonic the Hedgehog, and this is <laughs> Sonic Cast. <laughs> I'm here with my buddy Tails. Hi, I'm Tails! <laughs> Today... <laughs> We're going to talk about Blue Streak speeding by. Apparently, I can just leave. (laughs) All right, let's do E3 predictions. (laughs) All right. Anyway, it's E3 season. Whoa. What are we going to (laughs) do? We're going to make some predictions. Oh, shit. For all sorts of companies. Right. Uh, But not one. But not one in particular. Much to the chagrin of everyone that sent me predictions. <laughs> but uh, but first, uh, a couple corrections from last episode. Okay. Um, we weren't really sure about what the price of Apple Arcade was. It's four ninety nine a month. Not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, I, 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 I think I, during that, I said something about how many months worth of Apple Arcade I would have access to. Uh, and I did a bunch of weird math. That probably doesn't really that probably doesn't really matter much for for corrections in in the grand scheme of things. Sure. Um but my subscription expires in June, so that's probably when I'll uh when I will subscribe. Okay. Uh especially since like they've gone like like six or seven weeks without an update. Like they did like a big, huge update right. last month, and they haven't done. They haven't added a single game to the service since. Hmm. Uh, my guess is that they'll wait until the last week of May, so that sure. technically there'll be an April update and a May update. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we said Noja was like thirty bucks on the US eShop, mm-hmm. which we already thought was a pretty fair and decent price. Oh yeah. Uh, Noja is twenty four ninety nine. That's an even more pretty fair and decent price. Yeah, I it's I think it's absolutely worth it. That price. Oh yeah, yeah tw- for sure. Absolutely get Noja for twenty five bucks. Uh, Once in a lifetime experience for the cost of like I don't know a burger at Applebee's and and some drinks <laughs> and some drinks. Yeah. Uh, it's also coming to Steam. Oh, I mean I don't know if anyone listening to this doesn't have a Switch. Right. But it's coming to Steam. Cool. I'm sure some of our listeners still use Steam uh, for things. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they do too, but just given the topic of this pod... Well, sure. Yeah, it'd be surprising if they didn't have a Switch. I mean, hey, maybe there's just like a really bitter Nintendo hater listening to this pod. I know that I know that one of our fans specifically didn't have a Switch for like a year after Ultimate <laughs> came out and still listened to us every week. Wow, that's uh, dedication. That's, that's Vinny. Oh, right. It's Vinny course. G. But I think maybe he has a Switch now. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Well, let us know, Vinny. Anyway, let's just get into the meat of our episode, because it's going to be a big one. Wow. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I, feel like th- I feel like this episode, I feel like E3 episodes are, yeah. like, one of our best opportunities for, like, new listeners. Uh-huh. And I feel like all of them have already left. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Who doesn't love chopping into some meaty E3 we're gonna we're gonna draw them in like flies on meat oh my god so 
every year, with the exception of last year, right. we like to do uh, a big a big series of episodes where we predict and eventually react uh, to all the potential announcements that could be at E3. Uh, with one notable exception, right. Sean and I have liked to make a big stink about predicting E3. What do you mean? We, we make a big stink. We make a big stink about predicting... Uh, hey, we're any- going to fucking predict E3. Anybody got a problem with that? <laughs> Look, you can make a big stink about something in a cool way. <laughs> I love cheese. Get bent, asshole. <laughs> you can make a big stink without being mean. I don't know if you can. I don't know if that's how that works. Well, we can do corrections next time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we like to get excited. <laughs> yes. Sometimes in a cool, smelly way. Sure. About E3. We are smelly sometimes. It's quarantine, you know. Oh my god. You know how it is. <laughs> Why are you floundering all these bits? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> so, so E3, we usually do a, a couple prediction episodes and then eventually we react to right. all the announcements that have been made. Last year we did not get to do that because of COVID. E3 just did not happen last year for the first time in like two decades. Kind of wild to think about in hindsight. Yeah. I mean, also obvious. Yes. But uh but still nuts. Uh this year they have returned as the Electronic Entertainment Experience <laughs> instead of the Electronic Entertainment Expo. I don't know if they had to rebrand it, but you know, go off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Uh, it's happening from June 12th to June 15th, 2021 this year. And as of this recording, uh, with the exception of, with like Ubisoft uh, has like a concrete date that they're streaming mm-hmm. and there is no other like concrete stream dates for E3 <laughs> yet. Uh, so we are we are recording this with like pretty much no information. All right. Well, uh, that's what we do best. I, yeah, I'm sure of like. I'm sure a bunch of this will be obsoleted, like, by the time this episode goes <laughs> right, out. Right, I was going to say. It's going to be one of those In weeks. the middle of you editing, you know, Ubisoft will be like, Rayman 25! <laughs> or, you know, just Square Enix will be like, oh, here's the day we're streaming. Right. It will include yeah, these yeah. things that you never would have fucking expected. Exactly. Um, but there are lots of big companies participating. I might have just mentioned one. Uh, we are going to make predictions about basically the more exciting ones. Yeah. Uh, but we are withholding Nintendo, who will get their own episode. Right. The companies participating are uh, Microsoft, Warner Brothers, Square Enix, Ubisoft, Sega, Capcom, Bandai Namco, uh, Xseed Games, and Marvelous Incorporated. They're kind of like as a bundle there. Mm-hmm. I think Marvelous owns Xseed now or something. Okay. Take Two Interactive, Cogedia. Gearbox Software, Verizon, Turtle Beach, Freedom Games, DVSI Entertainment, and Binge.com. <laughs> so uh, so out of those, I'm going to omit some, A, to save us some time, and B, because I don't think the conversation will be very exciting. Right. Uh, take yeah, two you're in- not going to predict what headphones Turtle Beach is going to release <laughs> and how overpriced they'll be? Take-Two Interactive, who, uh, who mainly like are responsible for 2K games... Like a lot of the, those sports games mm-hmm. and uh, rock star games, um, like the main discussion there would is Grand Theft Auto Six going to be announced? 
Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Vice, I... uh, new, a new Vice City Grand Theft Auto. That's what I want. Hmm. We haven't had that one yet in the in the in the high def. Right. They they went back to San Andreas. Right? Yeah, exactly. That was, that was five. They've, they've done Liberty City. They've done San Andreas. They haven't gone back to Vice City. Okay. Okay. And I have a lot of nostalgic feelings about Vice City because that was my first uh, GTA. Hmm. I think they'll do a new one. Oh, like a new city. Yeah, I think they'll do a new city. All right. So, uh, like, have all the Grand Theft Autos been set in, like, California-y cities? Uh, So, Vice City was Miami. Okay. Liberty City is New York, and San Andreas is California. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think they might actually do a Chicago one. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. Um... But maybe maybe they'll actually go back to Vice City, mm-hmm. uh, but um, but kind of like what they did with Five, right? Like they they did it in this. They started out in a city that's adjacent to San Andreas, right? Isn't that I think, it? Yeah, well, there's I I don't know exactly how GTA Five works, but I do know that in uh, in uh, San Andreas, there like San Andreas. Either San Andreas is basically the state of California and you go to different parts within it, or San Andreas is like one of the areas you go to. And then, because I know there's like Los Santos and some other places, it's like a big map, basically. So okay. I, I don't know. Five, five does just take place okay. in San Andreas. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, okay. So, so maybe, yeah, maybe it'll be Vice City. Sure. Again, uh, for six, but. They'll expand it into Grand Theft Auto version of Orlando mm, in addition cool. to Miami, and okay. you'll be able to go to fake Disney World and shit. <laughs> that would be great and very on brand. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Did- what, I, what I'd really like to see them do is go back to London, which they did for one of the like, 2D, oh, you know, yeah. over-the-top yeah. um, GTAs. Yeah. That'd be really neat. I, I feel like so much of the their audience is US based. Yeah. That like the mainline games will always be somewhere in the United States. No, that makes sense. I mean a, a kind of a big theme of the series is satirizing US culture in particular. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'd still love to see it. Yeah. Did it did did Grand Theft Auto Five have like fake Disney in it? Like did, I, did they go to fake Disneyland in that? I didn't play GTA five. And I didn't so, either. So, so I have no idea. Yeah. But I I didn't hear about it. Well, we can do corrections next, <laughs> uh, next episode. But yeah, I I think I think actually Grand Theft Auto Six like popping up during like the Microsoft press conference. Sure. Yeah. Or even like maybe maybe E three will have kind of some standalone like, hey, there's just gonna like right there. Here's just an announcement, and it's Grand Theft Auto Six. I still have. I mean, I we know by now that I haven't played GTA Five, uh, but I also haven't played Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm behind on my rock stars. Yeah. I gotta catch up at some point. I'm sure GTA five is now going on sale for like ninety-seven cents every other Tuesday, so Yeah. Uh Xbox Game Pass. Oh right, uh right now seems to be He all- said the magic word. Ding, well, ding, 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 ding. I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be saying it later <laughs> this episode too. Yeah, we well, might you, be talking about got, the company. You got an early start, you got an early start. <laughs> X uh, Xbox Game Pass uh right now seems to kind of be alternating between offering Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Redemption Two. Ah, uh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's. I think it's offering uh, Red Dead Two right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but before that, they were offering Five, 
And before that, they were offering Red Dead 2. Okay. So, like, just, like, basically every six months, it just swaps back over to another, or maybe every year or so. Okay. Oh, boy, I'm setting myself up for a lot of corrections. We're, we're, we're so We've early. never done that before. <laughs> You're so excited. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I love when corrections are 30 minutes of the fucking episode. <laughs> Nothing would please me more. Anyway, uh, punish me more. So, Co- so Coke Media is a subsidiary of Embracer Group, hmm. uh, formerly known as THQ Nordic AB, hmm. who changed their name <laughs> after THQ Nordic GmbH did the Eight Chan interview. Well, I would too if I were them. <laughs> if I gave an interview with Eight Chan, I would no longer be Sean Francis. I'd be like Bob Jones or yeah, something. Yeah, like it's. So basically, there were multiple companies named THQ Nordic, right? Yeah. Like basically, there was there was THQ there was THQ Nordic AB, and it owned a bunch of other stuff, including mm-hmm. different different uh, different branches of THQ Nordic, sure, including GmbH, right? GmbH did the Eight Chan interview, right? Uh, and then AB. <laughs> Like apologize for that. Didn't fire anyone involved. <laughs> right. And then like, and then like, less than half a year later, we're like, we're Embracer Group now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that part was a smart move. Not apologizing was, or you know, they they did uh, they did apologize. I remember the apology being kind of like, I'm sorry you were offended though, wasn't uh, it? Like, no, it, it was like it's, it was like I'm I'm really sorry that happened. <laughs> that shouldn't have happened. Right. Uh, but we're just gonna move on. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. It, like he he acknowledged that it was bad and then did not do anything <laughs> about it. Um, yeah, that was a total bummer. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I I, I still like. Uh, I still have like I don't know if I've bought a THQ Nordic game since that happened. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have either. Yeah, B- Bio Mutant is is gonna have me hemming and hawing over whether or not I should <laughs> that that game. That game seems really unique and cool, but uh, but Coke Media is is separate from like Coke, Coke Media isn't uh, isn't part of THQ Nordic GmbH. It's a different branch of Embracer Group. Okay, uh, they own several game developers, most notably Deep Silver, who are currently working on Metro Exodus and Dead Island Two. Ah, okay. Uh, so you know we'll probably we'll probably see Metro Exodus and or Dead Island Two. Okay, not Wait, really. Uh, um... I thought Dead Island Two is already a thing. It, it, would it be Dead Island Three? Uh, no. Dead, I I think no. Dead Island Two is still in development. It's not out yet. Okay. Uh, I guess it's just been in development that long. Um, you might be thinking of Dead Island Riptide. That's what I was thinking of. Yes, uh, which is you know which was a a new game release in the franchise, but wasn't actually called Dead Island Two. Ugh. This game is called Dead Island Two. Okay. <laughs> All and right, it, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I feel that feels a little less complicated than Kingdom Hearts, just a little bit. All right, fine. Okay, a dead island, three hundred fifty-eight over two days. Anyway, days over two. Uh, Coke, uh, yeah, Coke Media. Like, it feels like there's not too much to talk about there. Sure. Um, Gearbox Software. Uh, weird, weird, weird tangent here. They were acquired by Embracer Group last month. Oh. Uh, and, you know, they mostly do Borderlands stuff these days. Sure. Um, and, I don't know, Gearbox, I'm not too invested in the the Borderlands franchise, so I don't think we'd have anything 
really insightful or fun to say about Gearbox. Yeah, not me neither. Yeah. I played a little bit of Borderlands 2. It was fine. Then I checked out. Verizon will be there. Turtle Beach will be there. I feel like this is just sponsorship stuff. Yeah. They'll just advertise shit, and yeah, that's that's fine. Freedom Games seems to publish a bunch of indie stuff. It's weird that they get billing as significant as these other companies. Uh-huh. Uh, Devious Eye Entertainment uh, is like this new company that hasn't made any games yet. Sounds like a device in Metal Gear. <laughs> right, Devi- equip the Devious Eye. It does, you're right. And Binge.com uh, <laughs> appears to be an upcoming game streaming service that we don't mm. really know much about. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so those guys will be there, but we're not really going to talk about them. Uh, also, uh, you'll notice in our big list of companies, there are some notable absences. Right. The big one is Sony. Yeah, because they're still doing their own thing, right? They're still doing their own thing. They, they've, op- they've been opting out of E3 for years now, actually. And historically, they haven't even really done, like an alternate stream alongside <laughs> E3, like a lot of that, like right. some of the other companies have done. Like some companies will be like, oh, we're not going to be at E3, but we will, we will do a stream sure. with announcements during E3 season. Sony just doesn't even do that. Like <laughs> they, they actually announced early, they, they gave a release date for, uh, for Ratchet and Clank Rip to Fart. Right. Uh, earlier, earlier this month. And, uh, what, that's what it's called. <laughs> That's what it's called. So, and uh, and I don't think they're gonna do anything next month, really. Okay. Yeah i I think they'll just be quiet for a while, and then we'll hear some more announcements in the fall from Sony. All right. Uh, Konami, who originally committed to coming to E3 and then backed out, hmm. uh, claiming that they are deep in development on several projects we will reveal at a later time. Yeah, it's tempting to go like, oh, I'm excited to see 17 pachinko machines, blah, but actually, yeah. I mean, like, if they said that, I guess they're making games. Yeah, I think I think they're actually making games again. I think they're getting back into doing that. Wild. Re- really, like, we've, we've seen them, like, kind of dip their toe back into that kind of thing. Uh... With, like, you know, with their, like, Bomberman revivals mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Uh, I do like Bomberman. And I I think uh, I think they even said during, like, a recent earnings report, basically along the lines of, you know, uh, making actual video games gave us more long-term profits than we expected, <laughs> and we should do that again. Okay. So, so yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel like one of those things is a cool Castlevania thing. Uh, that would make sense. I mean, the yeah. the anime is very popular. Yeah, and anime is big. Yeah. Like they, I think they just did the last season of the anime. Yeah, my my Final Fantasy fourteen Discord has been they're like they're talking about that almost more than they're talking about all the announcements we just got at FanFest. <laughs> they're like all really into that anime. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They uh they wrapped up their you know they wrapped up the last season of that, but have already announced that the same group is doing a new Castlevania anime that covers a different point in the timeline. That's cool. Yeah. So. I haven't seen any of that, but I do want to sit down and watch it at some point. Yeah, I've seen a couple of, like, out-of-context clips, and it mm-hmm. looks very well animated. Yeah, they're just, like, it, it is one of those things, it's it's almost like Game of Thrones, where, like, every time I tried to read Game of Thrones, someone would say, oh, that's so depressing. And I'd be <laughs> like, okay, now I have to mentally prepare to read Game of Thrones. <laughs> Castlevania is kind of the same thing. Like, I know it's quite dark. Mm. Um, and so it's, it, it's always like, I have to be in a, a particular mood 
and uh, lockdown was not conducive to watching depressing media for that's, me. That's weird. Every like everything I've ever seen on Castlevania just depicts like Dracula as like a saucy himbo. You know, <laughs> like like I've just seen a bunch of memes portraying everyone huh. as like dumbasses. Okay, I do like that. Uh, but maybe I maybe love that's... saucy himbos. <laughs> maybe this is a skewed perspective <laughs> of what the anime is actually. Maybe like. you shouldn't get an impression on a show by looking exclusively at memes <laughs> i've done it before and i'll do it again <laughs> that's fair invincible says hi uh-huh. uh god so so many uh so many think mark <laughs> i don't even know what he sounds like i mean no, i know me he's jk simmons but, oh okay uh so i actually didn't mark. know what that meme had come from so oh. that's uh, good to know i guess yeah uh like i at least that I have the context on because I read a lot of the Invincible comics right. far before it got an animated <laughs> adaptation. People were saying it's good as hell, and uh, I've I've heard that, yeah, yeah, yeah and I've I liked the comics a lot when I read them. Okay, so Lee and I are definitely like excited to check that out. Nice. Um. Anyway, yeah, Konami's not there. Right. Uh, Devolver Digital will be doing their own stream separate from E3 on June twelfth at twelve p.m. Pacific time. All right. <laughs> His, as as we all know, Sean loves the Devolver Digital oh, yeah. streams. Yeah, I love their uh, sense of humor and the <laughs> shtick that they've had going on for the past 17 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you you really love like that their that their gag streams every year have been going on for so long that they have their own lore, right? Right. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Look. I've liked Devolver Digital games before. I just don't like everything else. <laughs> they're usually their E3 Steve their E3 streams are generally just like a half hour long joke, but right. that half hour long joke generally has at least one or two like legitimately interesting game announcements within yes, them. Yeah, that is so true. so there's that. Uh, and Electronic Arts will be doing a separate EA Play event on July 22nd. Thrilling. Which is far enough away that we don't have to do any <laughs> predictions about that right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about EA anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, their Dragon Age. Mm-mm. They're they're working on, they, they might be doing a new Dragon Age thing. I mean, I'm not saying they're not, I'm saying I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you when you say that they are, <laughs> to be totally clear. Right. Um, my faith in you is rock solid. My, oh, faith in, my faith in EA is like a like a vapor. People, people seem to be excited about Legendary Edition Mass Effect. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I is is that is that out or have we I believe it is reviews? just out. Yeah. Yeah. That's now. right. Yes. It yeah. literally just came out, and people seem to have been like pretty consistently pumped about that. So yeah. Yeah. So they've done a good job at releasing games from when Bioware was still a good company. <laughs> Congratulations. They could look, historically EA could easily have fucked that up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> I'm I'm okay with giving them any win at this point. Okay. And uh and before we uh before we kick off uh predictions for the stuff we want to talk about uh, a couple more things. Adjacent streams and events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summer Game Fest 2021. It's happening again this year for some reason. Oh, okay. Uh, last year, Summer Game Fest was kind of this thing that Jeff Keighley made <laughs> to to fill in the gap that the right. lack of E3 left. And this year he's like, yeah, I'm doing it again. 
<laughs> I'm doing it again. It'll I mean, kick. It'll kick off around E3. <laughs> hey, Jeff, do what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, uh, and it'll last through August 2021. All right. Um, well, I guess I'll be interested to see if the scale like stays intact yeah. now that several companies that were like you know that were involved in Summer Game Fest are now involved in E3 instead. Right. I mean, this does feel like releasing a movie when Home Alone was in theaters. Like <laughs> it is kind of an interesting idea to keep this going. But all yeah. right, yeah. Um, and the uh, the Wholesome Games Direct. Oh yay! Uh, yeah, right. That I loved that last. Yeah, year. that was great. I loved it last year. Like basically. There's a Twitter account called Wholesome Games right. that just like tweets stuff about games that are wholesome. Yeah, and they they managed to get a bunch of like indie game companies together to do an entire like Wholesome Games Direct last year. Right, uh, and it was it was super delightful. Yeah, the it was. games truly were wholesome. There were actually some <laughs> exciting announcements in there. Mm-hmm. I ended up buying several games based on that direct. Calico was at that direct. Yeah, I, I bought that. I haven't played it, but I yeah. bought it. Um, I, I pulled a Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and here's, here's something they're doing that's very ballsy, though. Okay. They, the Wholesome Games Direct this year will be on June 12th, 2021 at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Hmm. That is the first day of E3. Yeah, that is ballsy. Uh, and, and basically, like, uh, spoilers, the Ubisoft stream starts at noon Pacific time that same day. So basically, Wholesome Games is kicking off E3 in a weird Interesting. way. And, uh, like, I think one thing I really loved about Wholesome Games is that, like, last year was that there was no kind of, there's no real, there was no real expectation of scale. Sure. Right? There there was no big expectation that there were going to be, like, big cool announcements. This time they're saying they're, like, some, <laughs> some Wholesome Games will be revealed at this right. direct. And, uh, and they're doing it on E3 day. So I, I hope, like... I hope people don't overhype it and then get disappointed. Sure. Uh, I mean, I'd I'd love it if like, I'd love it if like my expectations stay tempered and then like it it ends up being a stream that's worth hyping. You know, I'd <laughs> right, love right. that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to keep them tempered for now. Because, I feel you. Because yeah, like wholesome games direct last year was a was a was a such a cute like quaint little thing you know a nice wholesome time yeah it wasn't a big deal and it didn't need to be so exactly hopefully it was like the first level of a kirby game before (laughs) you know a dark god is summoned from a dying star and i'd I'd say it was like i'd say it's like third level easy like maybe from the first to the third yeah okay yeah that segment of the adventure Yeah. yeah yeah but i i I am looking forward to it. I, I just hope it's not underwhelming because of like these yes. new like kind of expectations they're kind of setting. I get you. Um, finally, there will be a mobile E3 app. Hmm. Um, it'll be used for access for accessing game showcases, developer panels, and press conferences. They also say that some of this content will be available on standard streaming services. Hmm. So they're they're not like locking like the Microsoft press conference okay. to the to the E three app, which would probably be very annoying. Well, this will be the first time that I've downloaded an app for this podcast. So <laughs> I guess that's a milestone. I feel like I've probably downloaded an app for this podcast before. I'm hmm. I can't say offhand which, but sure. I've done many things for this podcast. Downloading an app doesn't seem too far fetched. <laughs> Uh, media press access to the app will start on June 7th, and public access will start on June 12th. Ah. Um, okay. All right. So that's kind of that's kind of all the, the basic details and the companies we're not talking about. Um, 
Now let's get started with the with our non-Nintendo company overview and predictions. Okay. Right? So we'll start with one of the biggest boys. Yep. Uh, Microsoft. That's a big, big boy. A big, big boy. And I, I feel like this, this E3 presentation will be pretty big. Um, like, they... They they've been keeping these fairly close to their chest for the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you know they've 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 mentioned some things here and there. Obviously, they've kept Xbox Game Pass running, uh, with with frequent updates. Sure, there's definitely a lot of stuff they could talk about here. Uh, so first, let's just lead with uh, potential big Xbox Game Pass announcements and chat drops, right? <laughs> All right, sure. Yeah, let's just talk about the thing yeah, that I we mean, know that I want to talk about. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. we got to talk about the the biggest thing first. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. the, the big. <laughs> <laughs> like Xbox Game Pass has been really good, uh, and actually, like they've they've gotten they've gotten so many big guests lately that mm-hmm. I don't know what they could put on Xbox Game Pass on E3 Day that would like be a big surprise, sure, or a big cool thing. I I have a couple ideas. Okay, uh, one is that there's only a couple of like games by the Yakuza team that aren't on <laughs> Xbox Game Pass already, right? Uh, and that is the First Judgment game, right? Which uh. Which originally was just a PS4 release, but came over to Xbox Series uh, S and X okay. uh, like last month. Okay. Uh, and also, there's Yakuza Like a Dragon. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, which is available on Xbox platforms, but was not put on Xbox Game Pass at launch. Sure. I think th- I think Yakuza Like a Dragon will definitely be on Game Pass by the end of this year. Okay. And maybe they'll just drop it like during E3. It's like, yeah, right, you're sure. Fucking- Play like a dragon. At, would you at that point begin or resume rather your Yakuza experience? I I've I've been waffling between whether or not I want to play Yakuza zero through six and then play like a dragon <laughs> or just play like a dragon because sure. you know it's kind of designed to at least partially be a bit of a standalone experience. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like so different from yeah. the other Yakuza's that I feel as though it wouldn't be like you know going to the other games. It wouldn't be like oh they've made so many strides in how the gameplay works or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I I do I do agree with that. I asked Lee for advice and they said start from the beginning. Oh wow! Yeah, right. Okay. And and like they they they're kinda, enabling you. Yeah, right. And and they kind of <laughs> want to experience that alongside me. Okay, at least, that's at least fair. in part. So it's like okay, yeah. I guess maybe I'll start with zero. Like. I almost beat Yakuza Kiwami 1. Right. Right? So maybe I'll just, like, watch the end of that on YouTube or something. Sure. And then play Zero and then play play as much as I can of the other ones. I actually was thinking about trying to experience Yakuza and starting with Yakuza 0, but that's just because I'm more interested in the beat-em-up format than the RPG format. I, I'm really excited to experience the RPG format, actually. <laughs> Especially because, like... The conceit of the RPG format is that the protagonist loves Dragon Quest, and there's just like a bunch of Dragon Quest references in the game. I'm even less excited now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's there's two things I love of about like the the RPG system in Like a Dragon. One is that like it's very like. You know, it's very referential to RPGs in the past, like mainly Dragon Quest. Sure. But B, that, like, it has a job system, but instead of, like, jobs like warrior and (laughs) and knight and and thief and Mm -hmm. wizard, the jobs are, like, chef and and fisherman and, like, you know, like... That is great. Right? I like that trope. Yeah. Like, it's a modern-day RPG with a job system, and I I love that. Mm -hmm. I I love that. I'm, I'm excited for that. So... 
so I think that could be an Xbox Game Pass announcement. And also, I think that maybe Loop Hero or mm-hmm. some other like you know indie darling sure. of of the recent past will be like, hey, it's coming to Xbox today. Okay, as as you've you've only played on PC so far, but now it's on Xbox. <laughs> it's on Xbox Game Pass. Play right now. All right, well, Xbox Game Pass. Get it. Uh, yeah, I could see it happening yeah. exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. Phil, yep. Phil Spencer will use that exact right. like cadence. Yeah, I'm proud of announce that's going to Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Game Pass. Uh, so up next, announcements and updates from their one billion acquired studios. <laughs> so, God, uh, they Xbox is pretty much notorious at this point for acquiring a bunch of different studios. Yes, um, and, and looked on, I think, much more positively than when EA does that. Yes, because they actually like kind of take care of their studios. Yes, don't cancel games. Uh-huh. They like they like to honor like pre-existing arrangements right for ex- uh for example like some some companies they've acquired have like deals with sony to release right. exclusively on their platform and xbox is like yeah we're, we're still honoring that and uh and then like maybe a year later that game will come to xbox platforms too right but it will start as a playstation exclusive like other other acquisition hungry companies don't do that yeah uh it's it's nice that they operate in good faith so often it is uh so uh what's interesting is i don't know if there'll be a lot of new reveals even with all these companies because most of these companies are known to already be working on something Mm. so in alphabetical order yep 343 industries Mm -hmm. uh known for the halo franchise Currently working on Halo Infinite. Maybe we'll just get more Halo news. Yeah, I, I think basically what we're getting is, like, I, I think there'll be a big focus on Halo Infinite. Sure. I think if the game looks any better than it did when they showed <laughs> it last year, they're going to focus on that very heavily. Yeah. Uh, and then give a release date announcement. Like, okay. I, I think I think Infinite is going to be one of the headliners. I think they're going to announce the official release date and it's going to be, like, November 2021. Sure. Yeah, like around Black Friday. Uh, Bethesda, uh, and, and this is, I think, one of the big ones. Bethesda used to be at E3 with their own press conference. Right. So I think one thing they might do, actually, is basically have Bethesda be a conference within the <laughs> Xbox conference. Uh-huh. Like, basically, just like Phil Spencer and co. Sure. Just, like, kind of run things for, like, 20 minutes to half an hour. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, and uh, I think some of the stuff they might show... Is uh, they will not show Deathloop or Ghostwire Tokyo because of the PS, uh, the PlayStation right. deals. Like that, that was specifically the company I was talking about when it comes to sure. The, uh, like Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo are going to be PS5 exclusive for at least a year. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think they will be conspicuously absent from the Microsoft press conference. Okay. But then maybe, uh, maybe like at some kind of different E3 presentation, mm-hmm. they'll show like. They'll show some Ghostwire Tokyo like news and stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, they they might still be present at E3, but not during Microsoft's conference. Okay. Machine Games, one of Bethesda's subsidiaries, uh, is announced to be working on an Indiana Jones game. Ooh, right? Interesting. Yeah. When uh when Lucasfilm Games like resurrected earlier this year. <laughs> They were like, yeah, this come like Machine Games is working on an Indiana Jones game. Some studio at Ubisoft is working on a Star Wars game. Right. Uh, I think honestly that the paperwork on those have have like barely dried. Right. <laughs> I think the ink is barely dried. Yeah. On the paperwork for those games. 
so I think they'll basically just like mention like, hey, we're going to Indiana Jones game, and maybe yeah. like maybe like a snazzy splash screen, you know, where you see like Indiana Jones, and then like whoosh, and it like whips one of the letters or something. I think they already did that when they announced it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, there will be but, two whips. Yeah, but I, I think maybe they'll just be like. I'm yeah I'm I'm moving on. <laughs> uh I think maybe like they'll be like hi I'm uh I'm what's what what's a cool like action heroy like uh celebrity like in his 40s that isn't doing like triple A movies right now but doing like double A movies and shows. Just just give me oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme? No. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot yeah, here. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, hi, I'm... Uh, I'm... Lyndon Ashby. Sure. He played Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat, the first Yeah, Kombat Yeah, movie. sure. Uh, so th- this is going to be wrong, but I'm just going to run with it. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Lyndon Ashby, and I'm the voice of younger Indiana Jones. Oh. <laughs> In in the new Indiana Jones game, I see. I'm really excited to be working on this. Here's some concept art in the background uh-huh. while I talk about how excited I am to be working on this game. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Now, I... famously, Indiana Jones always used two whips. <laughs> <laughs> so in this game, I'm excited to announce a third whip <laughs> to really escalate things. They just get they get the two whips thing wrong, and then. <laughs> As though they were correct, they had a third whip. Yes. He just holds it between his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fucking Zorro from One Piece, but with whips. That's what they reinvent for Indiana Jones. That's the new Indiana Jones. Uh, Zenimax Online, who is working on the Elder Scrolls Online hmm. uh, stuff, uh, mentioned that they're working on a new IP with a new engine, oh. so maybe we'll see that. Okay. And I think the Bethesda portion of the Xbox conference will close with, a, like, a peek at Starfield. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be like, Starfield's coming out in 2022. Sure. Uh, and, like, here's a little bit of gameplay, <laughs> and it's gonna look like Fallout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's gonna look like Fallout in space. Right. Uh... The Coalition is currently uh, has been working on the Gears franchise. I think the last Gears game they're working on came out like last year, right? I have no idea. Or, or maybe two years ago. Um, damn it. Gears Tactics came out in 2020. Okay. Um, so I think they're just going to be quietly working on whatever's next. Sure. Um, I don't think we're going to hear about Gears 6 for a while. Maybe they'll show off like some kind of spinoff. Okay. Like some kind of gear spinoff, but... I can see it. Uh... Uh, Compulsion Games, uh, the developer of We Happy Few. Ah, uh, yes. Right? Got that game a... was all over YouTube a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, they've been quiet for a couple of years. Hmm. So I think they are one of the companies that has the potential to announce something new. All right. Um, we Happy Two. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think they will either be working on, like, a new IP yeah. or... Or they'll be reviving, like, an existing Xbox IP somehow. Mm, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the the thing that came to mind was, like, Blink's the Time Sweeper 3. <laughs> uh, but I don't think that's it. Ooh, that'd be something. Yeah. Um, Double Fine is currently working on Psychonauts 2. And, right. you know, we, we know what Double Fine do. They, uh... They, you know, they made all sorts of wacky games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psychonauts, Brutal Legends. Yeah. Uh... 
you know, headed by Tim Schafer, who did all those LucasArts games back in the day. Mm-hmm. For a second, I thought you were going to say, we know what Double Fine do. They uh, announce a game. They overpromise. It takes them forever. They release it in two parts. And the second one sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never played. Uh, <laughs> I, I never played part two. I played of... five minutes of it. Wait. Oh, no. I, I think I did play yeah. like I, I think. I think I played like the very beginning of part two of uh, yeah. of broken broken age. age. Uh, oh, yeah, I, and, I got and I got stuck on the first puzzle. Exactly. Yeah, I got to the first puzzle. It was a really annoying kind of anti gravity thing. And I was like, this sucks, and I quit. <laughs> and that was after playing the first part and be like, oh, this is so good. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I, like, yeah. I, I was really into part one. Yeah, part part one like was was neat. You know, like yeah. it had cool stuff going on. It like, ended on a very cool cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And then I think I just like the the amount of time that passed. I, the, I lost the momentum. Yes, I agree completely. Um, but anyway, Psychonauts two will be one game. So, yep. uh. I, I think they'll announce like a release date for Psychonauts two. Okay. I think uh I think it'll come out in like September. Cool. Yeah. Good for people who want to play it. I, I kind of want to. I I managed to play the entirety of Psychonauts one. You sure did. I might as well play Psychonauts two at this point. That is a fallacy called the sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> you do not have to play Psychonauts two just because you played and hated Psychonauts one. <laughs> Look, Psychonauts 2 will be free for me to play. Yeah. Because it'll launch on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, so I might as well give it a try. The idea is that they've gotten better at game development <laughs> in the 10 years since Psychonauts came out. That is a possibility. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm interested to at least give it a shot. Okay. I won't be playing Psychonauts 2 for a podcast, so I won't feel obligated to beat it sure. if it turns out to be bad. All right. I should clarify for anyone listening without right. context on my Psychonauts thoughts that uh, that I played it for my old uh, game recommendation podcast, Play This. Yes. Um, uh, I loved it conceptually. Uh, it, you know, the the characters and story and voice acting was was all like very funny and entertaining. Yes. But the gameplay was such a buggy mess that it made it hard to enjoy. That was rough. Yes. It was a rough time. Uh I died like I got sick of watching you play. Yeah. It. I died like a hundred times yeah. during the like the final boss sequence for reasons that were not my fault. Right. Like, it, it was just well it was just badly built mechanically. Yeah. No, that yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Uh yeah. But, uh, and that was after they fixed it. Like, it used to be worse, I think. Yeah, they they, it did, it. yeah, it they got patched. <laughs> it got patched, and it used to be worse. Uh, Psychonauts 2, though, like, has a lot, like, you know... D- D- Double Fine has made a lot of games since then. Yes. Psychonauts was their first game. So, right. so Psychonauts 2, you know, if the, if the concept and story is still as good, then maybe the gameplay will actually be able to keep up this time. Sure. The initiative. We're still we're still talking about Xbox Game Studios <sighs> that they've acquired. By the way, right? Uh, it's the initiative is a new AAA studio filled with in- industry vets that Xbox Game Studios actually built from scratch, huh. and uh, and they are currently working on the Perfect Dark reboot that got announced uh, during a, a Game Awards or something. Okay. Um, I don't know if we'll see the Perfect Dark reboot. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel like it's very early in development, and we were like another year away, or or, or we'll get to see 
some of that game at the next Game Awards. <laughs> right. Um, Inzile Entertainment, the company that's been making new games in the Wasteland franchise. Right. Uh, well known for being a precursor to the Fallout games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released Wasteland 3 last year. Okay. And I think that was basically like the last like big project they were kind of obligated to make uh that they that they were already making before the right. the uh the Microsoft acquisition so i don't know if they're going to announce what they're working on next during this E3 mm-hmm. but i have an idea for what it's going to be hmm. uh now that microsoft has acquired bethesda mm-hmm. uh and the they have access to all of bethesda's ips <laughs> i think that inzile entertainment uh, we'll make a new Fallout game <laughs> that's in the style of their new Wasteland game. Interesting. It'll, it'll be, you know, like, instead of being, like, a first-person Fallout right. game, it'll be, they'll make a new third-person Fallout game. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but I think we're at least a year away from that being announced. Sure. Uh, Mojang Studios makes Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft will have a presence during the event. Right. Uh you will be able to feed an apple to a pig in the app <laughs> in, in in Minecraft. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Uh in in the E3 app is that I, what you thought? I well, cuz I was imagining like, you know, when you said a presence, I was thinking like, well, if this were a physical, you know, conference, they'd have like a booth. Uh-huh. Uh, you could maybe like feed an apple to like a little animatronic Minecraft pig. <laughs> So maybe there'd be like a mini game in the app where you just like, and then eats it. (laughs) You love making eating noises on this pod. I love eating. (laughs) I love eating too. I'm just bringing my own personal experience. You bring games. I bring eating. It's too late to find a new host. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're, you're all in with me. Uh, Anyway, I think you could probably already feed an apple to a pig yeah, I in think Minecraft. So. Yeah, so I I don't know. The, the Minecraft will be there. Yeah, maybe they'll announce a new spinoff or something. Sure. Like uh, like Minecraft Dungeons seem to go over pretty well. Yeah, people so, liked that. Yeah, so maybe maybe something new using the Minecraft IP mm-hmm. will be announced, but I don't know what. Um, but I could also just see them being like, "Here's here's some Minecraft updates." Sure. Because we like to talk about that. Uh, Ninja Theory, who's made lots of action games, uh, most notably uh, Hellblade, right? Uh, is currently working on Senua Saga Hellblade Two. Ah, um, I'm sure that I, I think actually they will show that game during E3 this year. Okay, cool. I think they'll show. I that... think last time it was just like a cutscene where Senua was screaming a lot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think we'll see gameplay, mm-hmm. and I think I think we'll get a release date. The release date might be early 2022. But I think we'll get a release date and some gameplay. Cool. And I think they will not change Senua's historically inaccurate hairstyle. Uh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Uh, I mean, not not fair enough like I agree with that decision. I just, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Once again, I have faith in you. Oh, thanks, yeah. Sean. <laughs> yep. Uh, Obsidian Entertainment, uh, known for lots of different Western RPGs. Correct. Um, are currently working on two projects mm-hmm. for uh, for Xbox Game Studios. Uh, one being grounded, which is currently in early access. Okay. Uh, that's that. Uh, that's that game where you're like, uh, it's it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the right. video game. You're you're very small people <laughs> fighting ants and stuff. Yeah. Um. And uh. And avowed, 
a like a new like big RPG like a like a three like it's it's set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Right. But it's like a big like AAA like okay. game. Yeah. Those are both like some frozen ass names, you know. Like those could be the names of modern Disney films. <laughs> you're right. Grounded coming to theaters. You're you're absolutely right. Yeah. That is that is such a <laughs> that is a frozen ass name. Well put. Thank you. Uh, Playground Games, who have mostly been making Forza Horizon games, ah. were recently announced to be currently working on a Fable reboot. Interesting. I mean, they did a very good job on the Forza Horizon games. Sure. And it's kind of exciting, actually, that they're working in, like, a whole new genre right now. Welcome to the world of Fable. In Fable Horizon, you'll drive really fast carriages. <laughs> beep! Beep! <laughs> I feel like you're not the first person to make that stupid joke. I feel like that joke has been made by now. Oh no, there's an ogre in the road. Yeah. Watch out. You are getting less original by the minute. It's Strike. <laughs> oh, that made my head hurt a little. Like the side of my head hurts. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I better not make you laugh again or I might kill you. <laughs> uh, anyway, I I don't think we'll see the Fable game either. I think that's kind of early in development. Sure. Uh, but I think there's like a 15% chance that we'll see some Fable gameplay. All right. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm betting probably not. That's fair. Uh, Rare... Uh, who... Donkey Kong. <laughs> well, Donkey Kong will not be at the Microsoft conference. Well, right, but you know, I mean, that's what yeah. they're known for. Right. They're but, the Donkey Kong guys. But also, you know, uh, just a lot of different IP that, yes. that Microsoft has collected, like right. Killer Instinct and uh, and Perfect Dark and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet Force Gemini. Yes. Uh, mainly franchises that Microsoft has gone on to give to other companies. <laughs> uh, right. But, uh... They recently... What was their most recent project? Since being acquired by Microsoft, they've mostly gone on to kind of make new IPs and do their own games. Um, sure. Like, uh, like, you know, like Viva Pinata and stuff. Yeah. They uh, they tried to make a new Banjo-Kazooie like 15 years ago, <laughs> and uh, that got very mixed reception because Banjo-Kazooie uh, drives a car now. <laughs> right. Um, Nuts and bolts. Yeah, nuts and bolts, uh, and Banjo and Kazooie drive a car now. Yeah, uh, less people think that I think that Banjo Kazooie is a single person. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, and apparently, uh, Rare themselves did get to work on the Battletoads reboot. Oh, okay. Um, oh, Sea of Thieves. That, that oh, that's right. The, of yeah, course. that's the big one that they've been yeah. working on for for a long time now. Um. But but what they currently have in the works is a new game called Everwild. Yes. Um, which looks gorgeous, but we know nothing about it, really. Right. I think we will get Everwild gameplay this time. Mm, all right. I think we'll actually see, like, we'll actually, I think by the end of the Xbox press conference <laughs> at E3 2021, we will know what Everwild is supposed to be about. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, we will know what kind of gameplay it has. Even if it's mostly shown through like proof of concept shit, yeah. Um, and maybe we'll also see like a new Sea of Thieves expansion, sure. Because uh, 
because yeah, they're they're still supporting that game. It seems cool. Yeah, see, they... I mean, you you enjoyed it when you played it, and since then it's just gotten bigger. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. En- yeah, I did enjoy it. <laughs> Even that experience I had where. <laughs> Where I had to play without a mic, and all and the randoms that I played with just thought I was like seven <laughs> years old and stupid. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Turn Ten Studios, uh, known for the Forza Motorsport series. Uh, there's there's two Forza franchises, right. right? There's the mainline Forza Motorsport games, and then there's the Forza Horizon spinoffs. So these guys must be working on Baldur's Gate. <laughs> they are currently working on a game called Forza Motorsport. Oh shit! Like, <laughs> so they've been numbering all the Forza Motorsport games, right? And yeah. Forza Motorsport Two, Forza Motorsport Seven. Right. The newest Forza Motorsport is just called Forza Motorsport. That is starting to drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that companies keep doing that. Yeah, I mean they've they've been doing it since 2006. I was just thinking, yeah, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. What what a bad <laughs> what a bad game to do that with. Yeah. Like, what, what a rough call that was. Like we're 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 uh we're bringing a fresh new we're we're like revitalizing the Sonic franchise and that's where we're calling this we're staking it all on this game <laughs> Sonic 06 uh, oh man um i miss sonic and the last acquired studio we'll we'll talk about sonic later yeah the last acquired studio is undead labs who are responsible for the state of decay series mm-hmm. which is a big deal but i've i've barely experienced any of it at all same um they're currently working on state of decay 3 so okay. i think we'll see some state of decay 3 sure um so uh so yeah not not a lot, lot of potential for brand new announcements here i think we'll get something from a bethesda studio i think we might see a new announcement from compulsion games okay. but uh but most i think just updates and release dates for stuff we already know about yeah in in terms of all that stuff um do we think there'll be any new acquisitions you know i did a little bit of research in advance of this episode oh. because i didn't just want to sit here and go yeah yeah for like <laughs> two hours yeah uh and funnily enough the one rumor that i saw about a microsoft acquisition was like they're finally going to buy sega that was the, that was the rumor. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't, I, I don't believe I think that. that is, but yeah, yeah, I I don't believe that. That was the that was the hot goss. Yeah, um, that that that's there. There's some garbage rumors out there. Yeah, um, and and that one sounds like uh, a garbage rumor. Yeah, that that one sounds <laughs> like the the amount of truth that it's based in is is dubious and minimal. Yes. Yeah. That uh. Because I, I then I looked, I researched it because I was like, oh, you know, let's see if there's any, if this holds water at all. Yeah. And I saw some article that was like the history of the rumor that Microsoft is going to buy Sega. Uh-huh. And it was like, starting in the year 2000, there okay. was a rumor that, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Like when, when I started hearing like Microsoft is going to buy Bethesda, that felt like, oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of nuts, but yeah. And then they did it. Yeah, and then they did it. But uh, but yeah, I, I think I think Sega likes being Sega. You know, yeah. like obviously, like com- companies will get bought sometimes. Sure. Uh, but I I think Sega's okay being Sega right yes. now. I don't think they need to get bought by Microsoft. Um, what do you think, Theoryman? I I think no new acquisitions. Okay. I think they spend a lot of money on Bethesda. Yeah. They are going to. Uh, spend a little bit of time trying to recoup some costs before they <laughs> sure before they spend 
billions of dollars on another company. That makes sense. Uh, maybe they'll just buy some tiny little company that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, like, we're proud to announce that we bought Lizard Frog Entertainment, <laughs> makers of Lizard Chompin' Two for mobile. <laughs> Are you checking to see if Lizard Frog Entertainment <laughs> is a am, real company? Yeah. Okay, no, it's it's not. Okay. The, the first result for Lizard Frog Entertainment is Muppet Scandal. Kermit <laughs> was once a lizard. Oh boy! <laughs> it all it comes back to Muppets. When wait, why are you saying it comes back to Muppets? I I think just yesterday. I mean, this is off the pod. Yeah, just so yesterday why? we were just like randomly talking about the Muppets when we were we're not doing anything involving Muppets. <laughs> It always comes back to Muppets with you, which I know from my private life with you. <laughs> right, but... And now you all know it, too. <laughs> but as a podcast bit, this falls flat. All right, well, now the Muppets are part of a Smashing Theory lore <laughs> because of me, which sucks. <laughs> Congratulations. I played myself. Uh, new acquisitions, yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, I I think they'll I think they'll play it chill for a bit. Okay. I think there will be new acquisitions yeah. within like the next couple of years, but but I think uh I think no new announcements to D three. One that I love to bust out like almost every time is Microsoft acquiring Mistwalker. Ah uh, yes. Uh but lately Hironobu Sakaguchi has said, I'm working on Fantasian for Apple Arcade. When I finish that game, I think that'll be the last big RPG I make. <laughs> and right. Nobu Umatsu's like yeah, I, uh, I'm composing for this game, and I think this is going to be the last big RPG that I compose for. <laughs> right. Uh, and, uh, and that's like, all right, maybe there's not much point in acquiring Mistwalker then. Sure. Yeah. Like, he he's almost kind of implying that he'll just maybe close down Mistwalker when he's done with Fantasian, you know? Well, maybe if Microsoft came to him and was like, but how would you like a bazillion dollars? Yeah. Would stick around. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, Sungwon Cho gave him some money to say that Final Fantasy IX was his favorite. <laughs> that's true, and he that's... gobbled that up like a turkey eating some stuffing. That's that's God. That's 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 a tangent. That's a tangential reference. Yeah, but you uh, know, look up Sungwon Cho here and Sakaguchi on YouTube. It's a it's a cute, funny little video. It is. Yeah. Um, and finally, I don't think it would be an Xbox showcase without some big third party surprises. Sure. And I, there's a couple of things I have in mind. Okay. One is a big licensed game. Yep. Because uh, I feel like we always try to think about that. Sure. When it comes to these, like some some big licensed game surprise. So, is there already a studio that's working on like an actual Stranger Things the game, like a big AAA thing? I uh, no, there was that Stranger Things three game, right? Right, that was like pixelated. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, okay, but yeah, well, no. I'm going to guess that's the surprise. Okay, I'm going to guess a Matrix game. Oh, I like yours better. Not by Rocksteady, but a Matrix game. Okay, yeah, I will I'll, still accept it. Although, um, actually, I, I, I'll rescind that. Okay. Hold on. Um, uh, Str- Stranger Things is good, actually. I think Thank that's a, I think that's a good guess. Do you want to trade? I'll do Matrix and you do Stranger Things. Well, here, so actually, we are about to segue into Warner Brothers talk. Okay. And I just remember just now that one thing I think is going to happen is that Warner Bros. is going to have their own press conference. Ah. And if they do, there's no point in a Matrix announcement being dropped during sure. Xbox's conference. Okay, and that that's, makes sense. And that's the, uh, that's the reason I'm rescinding. Um, okay. Yeah, Stranger, Stranger Things is... Maybe I'll realize... Maybe I'll realize a good licensed game, like... 
later. Okay. Sure. So I'll, I'll I'll put that on hold. Cool. Um, but for now, uh, Warner Bros. is another one of the companies. Yes. So that's that's all the Xbox talk. Do we do we have any more Xbox thoughts? Um, no. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a cool presentation. I don't think there'll be a whole lot new, but I think there'll be a couple of cool surprises. Nice. I'll look forward to it. Um, so Warner Bros. Uh, they've they've really built kind of a a, a bunch of a bunch of AAA kind of titles over the years. Oh yeah, and uh, and I think this is the year. Last year was gonna be the year, <laughs> but I think this is the year where they finally do their own E3 press conference, their okay. own E3 presentation. So there's a decent amount of stuff we already know about, right? Yeah. Uh, Gotham Knights was going to come out this year, but got delayed till 2022. Right. I think we'll see some gameplay from that. I think maybe they'll show off a new villain. Okay. Um, who do you think that the villain's going to be? Uh, they showed off Mr. Freeze last year. Yeah, I wasn't going to say Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Uh, Clayface. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. I um, love Clayface. Clayface is good. Um, I think... That maybe they'll show uh, the Joker's new sidekick punchline ah. as a new character that kind of tries to fill in Joker's vacancy. Okay. Right? Because uh, because part of the, the Arkham universe right now is that Joker isn't really around anymore. Sure. Right? So punchline is the Joker's sidekick doesn't really work. So maybe mm-hmm. punchline is, is, a, is basically reimagined to be a character that now exists because the Joker doesn't. That's cool. I yeah. like that. Uh, but maybe instead they'll just actually show Court of Owls stuff. Sure. Because uh, they that that was one of the big things they hyped up, that it's going to be a Court of Owls story. Right. Could be. Yeah. Um, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Right. Uh, do you think we'll see gameplay this time? Uh, it's... <laughs> I don't know, and I'm not excited. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard for me to be motivated to predict... Yeah. Yeah. It would be very Warner Brothers to be like, and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is going to have another playable character. <laughs> it's Peacemaker. Right. Uh, and you won't see his gameplay either. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. I think they're going to wait till Gotham Knights comes out to like really do any kind of media blowout on Suicide Squad. I think that makes sense. Uh, because... They're both games that are similar enough, uh, it yeah, feels, yeah. you know? They they both have enough overlap that showing them both at the same time kind of takes attention away from the other. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Here, uh, here's a prediction for you. Okay. Will they at any point say J.K. Rowling's name during this presentation? <laughs> no. Or will they pretend she does not exist? They'll pretend she doesn't <laughs> exist, but they also won't. Uh, outwardly denounce anything she's done in the last correct. year and a half. Correct. Yep. I'm so confident that you are correct in that prediction that <laughs> I will join you, uh, double or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I, absolutely no stand made at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, in either direction. Right, exactly. Um. Yep, so I'll, I'll continue to, to not buy that game, even though it looks very well made. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, Ugh. Back for Blood, right? <laughs> the the Left for Dead sequel without the IP. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, I think they'll show off that game. I uh, I forget whether or not there's already a release date for it. Right, October twelfth, twenty twenty one. Okay, so I think they'll they'll just show gameplay and just remind us that yeah. it's coming out later this year. Sure. Uh, 
Um, there might be some Lego stuff, just like a trailer for for a Lego thing. Yeah, sure. I think they're doing Lego Skywalker Saga or something. Okay. Right. Uh, so I think they'll show that and Monolith Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, is known for the Middle Earth games, right? Shadow of War, Shadow yeah. of Mordor. Um, those those lore breaking Middle Earth games. Do do they break lore so much? <laughs> but in in kind of a fun way. Okay. I am like I haven't played them, but I I wouldn't not play them. You know, as a Lord of the Rings fan. Right. Okay. So Shadow of War came out in 2017. Wow. And they haven't made they haven't done anything since. We, okay. We don't know what they've been up to since. They should do Shadow of Hobbiton, where you become a uh you know a Hobbit half ghost. You just tear up the Shire. So a different <laughs> company uh-huh. is currently making Lord of the Rings Gollum. Okay, right. So I think that's the Lord of the Rings game that's coming out anytime in the next three years. Okay. So here's what I think they're doing instead. Hmm. Uh, one of the games they made, Monolith Productions made... The Matrix Online. Oh, a long time my ago. God. And that's where I'm moving my Matrix prediction. Uh-huh. I think Monolith Productions, and not to be c- confused with Monolith Soft, <laughs> right, by the way. Yes, yeah. Completely different companies. Yeah. I think Monolith Productions has been working on a Matrix game. Oh, man. Instead of Rocksteady, but I think that could still be very exciting. Yes, absolutely. I would love to play a Matrix game made by those people. Yeah, and uh, I think they will announce it here, and maybe it'll come out like 2022 or 2023. They'll probably want to like kind of coincide it with Matrix 4's release somehow, sure. right? So I think we might get kind of like a trailer with no gameplay. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but I think they'll announce it here. Oh man, I'm so ready. And I think that'll ultimately be the uh, the company that gets attached to it. Cool. By the way, I don't know if we ever said this on the pod... But a long time ago, we predicted that Avalanche Software, uh, who used to be a Disney company, uh, and ended up, like, their last game was, like, a Cars 3 game, right? Right. Uh, we predicted that they were working on a Scooby-Doo game. <laughs> uh, they are instead confirmed to be the company that's working on Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, last prediction uh, for Warner Bros., Right. Yeah. I, I think this is a pretty. This is already a pretty decent lineup for like a Warner Bros. press conference, right? Yeah. Um. That's that's like that's probably an hour worth of stuff. Easy. Uh. In addition to like all of their mobile games and shit that I'm sure they'll like kill time with. Right? Sure. Sure. NetherRealm Studios' next fighting game. Yes. I think this is guaranteed to be shown at E3. Okay. Right. Whether yeah. it, whether it's during a Warner Bros. specific presentation or whether it's shown during another conference. Right. I think. NetherRealm's next game will definitely be announced here. Okay. So, one interesting thing is that there's been a rumor flying around. I've heard this rumor. Uh, that NetherRealm and Marvel are collaborating mm-hmm. to make a Marvel fighting game. Yes. Uh, God, the salt would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Just a remarkable amount of salt. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people that thinks that think like this this is the worst rumor because it's just not possible. I think that's not true. Me neither. Uh, yeah. I or think, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's very possible 
Um, for starters, Warner Bros. Games and Disney have already had a working relationship. Hmm. Uh, their Lego, uh, like Traveler's Tales, right. owned by Warner Bros. Games, has made several like Lego Marvel superheroes, uh-huh. and like uh, they've made several Lego games that are owned by Disney at this point. They've of properties that are owned by Disney, Lego Star Wars, right, right, um. Like, Warner Bros. Games and Disney already have a working relationship. Yes. So, like, I, I've i always thought that Warner Bros. making, like, a Marvel game that isn't Lego-related mm-hmm. uh, has only... It would only be a matter of time for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that said, here's a couple of thoughts I have about the possibility of the next NetherRealm fighting game being Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think either A... Uh, the rumor that we heard was them signing the paperwork for that, and it's <laughs> the game that they make after Injustice 3. Right. Or the next fighting game isn't a Marvel fighting game, but it's a DC versus Marvel fighting game. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because the the what leaked, or what the rumor is basically like, I think the gist of the rumor is basically like, yeah, Marvel and Netherrealm. Yeah have agreed to work on a fighting game project together. Right. Right? Like, uh, like there is, there was something about the language of the announcement that didn't really <laughs> say specifically. It's like, yes, like NetherRealm is making a strictly Marvel fighting game. Sure. Right? So, uh, yeah. I've, and one thing that's wild about this is that, like, I've been predicting this for years, actually. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been saying, like, for, for years on this podcast, <laughs> That, like, by the end of the 2020s, there will be a Marvel versus DC fighting game developed by NetherRealm. Right. Um, and it f- it almost feels too good to be true that this is the time that happens. Mm-hmm. I could also see being like, okay, it is a Marvel fighting game. It's just Marvel. Sure. Right? And then, like, down the line. And then, like, and then like four years later after they, or, like, you know, like, four to six years later. Yeah. After they make the next Mortal Kombat game or, like... Or their horror movie fighting game that right. they finally make. Like, after they do something in between, then it's DC versus Marvel reusing and updating a lot of the assets that they've made from their Injustice games and their Marvel fighting game. Sure. Right? Um, I could see... I could see DC versus Marvel happening towards the end of the decade instead of near the beginning of the decade. Yeah. Uh, but I am convinced... That is happening at this point. Okay. That is, that is happening sometime this decade. Yeah. As I have... As I have been since before this <laughs> decade even started. Cool. Um, what 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 do you think? I think it's going to be Marvel first. If, Marvel if first. It's, if it's anything at all, I think it'll be Marvel first, and then it'll be Marvel versus DC later. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good prediction. All right. Uh, especially because like something feels off, right? Like some there's just something that tells me that. Uh, Marvel signs a deal mm-hmm. like with with the company to make a fighting game based off their of their property. The first deal they make there isn't going to be them sharing billing with DC, <laughs> right? Right. Like they're they're going to want like top billing there. They're going to want like the focus to be on their property and not having to share that spotlight mm-hmm. with with DC. Um. Hell, there's just based off that. There's a chance that DC versus Marvel will never happen, <laughs> even if the same company's making DC fighting games and Marvel fighting games. Sure. Um, 
But even though I just said that, I think I will do the crazy thing here uh, and predict Marvel versus DC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for the record, I, I hope you're right. I hope I'm right too. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go for it. But I think your prediction makes more sense. <laughs> um, and I. I would not be surprised if if it's it's just Marvel. It's just a Marvel fighting game. Okay. I think it'd be very funny if they just announced Injustice Three. Yes. Which I also <laughs> think, by the way, is a possibility. Yeah, and I would be fine with that. Yeah, like I love Injustice. Yeah, I think really like I'm. I'm gonna. F- I like to an extent. I'm going to feel like a winner, like no matter what they announce, <laughs> because it's going to be a superhero fighting game. Yeah, and I love the superhero fighting games that NetherRealm has made. Yes, um, like it's funny every time we have a discussion about this. I remember partway through the NetherRealm still hasn't said shit about like their <laughs> terrible working conditions. Or, yeah, like, yeah, um, like we we had like there was one investigative journalism thing that's like we've talked to a couple of employees. Two weeks after our expose, right, and uh, and it seems like they're making some changes. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll let you know when we find out more, and then nothing. No, that's for a, years. That's a big shame. Yeah, uh, and you know they have they're not going to talk about it. They haven't talked about it by now, right? I mean, yeah, yeah there's no pressure. Yeah, why should they? Yeah, or, I mean, you know, from like a corporate standpoint, yeah, why should they? Yeah, like, obviously from a moral imperative, they absolutely should. Right. But uh, yeah, they're, they don't talk about it at all until there's like another expose about right. how they still suck. I hope there's another expose where it's like, hey, everything's great. <laughs> uh, we have picnics all the time in the grass at uh, Millennium Park. Uh, yeah, Ed Boone bought me a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just see like, you know, just like Kotaku, right? Ed Boone buys three hot dogs. <laughs> That's like the big headline for the for the day. Uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath at this moment. I was I was actually I was listening to an interview that uh, Daniel Pessina and um, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, the guy who played like Kano and Quan Chi. Oh, oh yeah, yeah sure. Rich Divizio. Oh, okay. I was listening to an interview that they did at a con where they were talking about what it was like to make the first Mortal Kombat. And then somebody at one point during the Q&A said, like, uh, you know, how did you feel when the game turned out to be really successful? And they both were just really bitterly like, yeah, and then and when Midway screwed us out of a bunch of money <laughs> and, like, didn't pay us the bonuses they promised and uh, used our image, uh, you know, uh, rights without, uh, you know, paying us uh, any kind of furtherance of money. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, there's there's been a long history of malfeasance there, I guess. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, oh yeah, they're uh, they had this interview with Ed Boone, and uh, you know, it's like, hey, how, uh, what, what about your, what can you tell us about uh, com- company policy right now? And Ed Boone just like, would you like a hot dog? <laughs> would you like? Two hot dogs. I, I should have done that. No, <laughs> no and, I, I, I'm like, I, I'm always interested in knowing yeah. more about how NetherRealm sucks. That's, <laughs> uh, there's a better way to put that, but you know, right? I mean. No, I get yeah. you. But yeah, uh, regardless, I, I do think, I do think that'll be an announcement uh, during the Warner Bros. conference, and I, I think, I think whatever the announcement is, it will induce a lot of hype. Yes. Yeah, because those games are very well made. Yeah, and I will continue to uh, pay, you know, twice what I would otherwise pay uh, for NetherRealm games and donate half of it to charity. (laughs) Uh, Or rather, right now, you know, 
keep half of it in my bank account so that when the particular charity that I want to donate to can accept donations, I can donate it to them. Right. It's Game Workers Unite. Who, yeah. Uh, who supports uh, the Yeah, they're, they're, they, they still haven't uh, executed that yet. Huh? I actually have not checked. I need to check. Yeah. Because uh, once I do, you know, I can give them money. Yeah. Uh you know, I, I'm sure COVID has probably slowed that down. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blame them if they hadn't. Yeah, but they should. But yeah, any any more Warner Bros. thoughts? Uh, Bugs Bunny, ha, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Bugs, Bugs Bunny is great. Yeah, I'm I'm still getting used to Eric Baza doing his voice. Yeah, there's always a refractory period. Yeah, you know, whenever there's a new Bugs, because it's always slightly off. Yeah, I I, I feel like long running characters swapping over voice actors that always happens right yeah, yeah i had to i had to get used to uh to the new kermit too sure. but i I, th- I think he uh <laughs> it does always come back to the uh-huh. pits. uh i <laughs> now you see now you hear listeners uh the yeah the, his voice actor kermit's voice actor for like 15, 20 years right. got replaced like just a couple years ago yeah. and his new one sounded off, you uh-huh. know, like it, like it, you could, you could tell the difference, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I think a couple years down the line, he's gotten, he's gotten more comfortable being Kermit and yeah. And you know, you kind of get used to it. Yeah. Like if I were to talk like this all the time, eventually you would just associate this with Kermit's voice. I don't know if I ever would. Several years later, <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh, it's Kermit." <laughs> if I if I were to do that, it would be with a hefty amount of resignation <laughs> and sadness. Uh, Someday you'll get used to it when I do my Kermit voice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. I, the, the point is, I I do agree that. Uh, that you'll that you'll get used to bugs. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> it's gonna be weird hearing him in Space Jam two, though. Yes. Uh, Space Jam two is gonna be weird. See, Space Jam two is gonna be weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's a prediction. I'm happy to make. You heard Good. it here first, folks. Space Jam two is gonna be fucking weird. Nobody's saying this. I can't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're really uh, pioneers of this prediction. Yeah, I just like some uh, someone pointed out on Twitter that like one of the five billion unnecessary cameos. <laughs> Uh, for Space Jam 2, like, you know, like, Iron Giant's running around, you've, right. got, you've got the cast of Scooby-Doo, yeah. like, cheering on the Looney Tunes. One, like, one of the groups of characters, like, in the audience is just the cast of A Clockwork Orange. Oh, that is bizarre. Yeah, like... I thought you were gonna say uh, Daenerys from Game of Thrones, because apparently she's, like, flying a dragon around in one of the trailers. That's also... That is like, weird. Like... <laughs> Like that that show is like X rated, man. Yeah, like, no, like, don't put that in a kids movie. And actually, that's incredible. That is the Game of Thrones and also a clock. Like, well, right, both of them. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Both. It's it's like, hey, yeah, we're we're doing a we're doing a new Space Jam. What does this need? I know <laughs> two cameos from franchise is notorious for having sexual assault as part right. of its narrative. Yeah. Great choice for a movie Extremely for kids. Extremely appropriate for Space Jam. <laughs> like, oh man. I, yeah, I, uh, 
like when Space Jam 2 was announced I was excited, right? <laughs> like I I like I thought this is going to be stupid. Right. But fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean I'll probably still watch it. I've got HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, we I'm sure the three of us will definitely watch it, but I'm leaning more towards this will be stupid uh and maybe I'm not adding the fun part. <laughs> sure. The Mortal Kombat movie was stupid, but fun. Yes. Uh, we we all watched that together, me, Sean, and Lee. For my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very stupid, but yes. in, in a surprisingly oh, entertaining way. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but uh, I thought it, Kano was funny. He... His actor really put his all into it. Yeah. Once, like, Kano just starts being, like, nothing but racist in the second half. Yeah, like, he, it, it the, went the, a little the, off the rails. Yeah, the, 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 com- the comedy has diminishing returns. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the training sequences, comedy gold. Yeah, so there there, there were some gold lines. There yeah. were some golden lines. Uh, any more Warner Bros. thoughts? Uh, nope. Okay. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Square Enix. All right. Yeah. So, like I said, we don't know the schedule. Yeah. Uh, we don't know the capacity to which most of these companies will be present. Sure. Like, Warner Bros. will be there. Maybe they'll have their own conference. Maybe they won't. Mm-hmm. So, maybe Square Enix will have their own presentation. Maybe they'll just have announcements scattered throughout E3. Sure. Um, historically, they've had their own presentation, and I think it would make sense if they did that again this year. Okay. Um, so, Square Enix is actually a company where I can kind of break it down into stuff we already know about and stuff that could right. get announced, right? Um, so stuff that's already been announced that I think will get coverage during their presentation. Yeah. Uh, if they do have a presentation, let's right. just say for the sake of all this that they do. <laughs> sure. I think they're going to show more of their mediocre Avengers game. Ooh. <laughs> I think actually they will finally show Spider-Man. Ah. In the, in the Avengers game. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it'll be good. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think, I think. I think Spider-Man's always a little good. Yeah, I mean, in that respect, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll continue to be that Avengers game. Yeah, right? you yeah. know, they'll they'll get weird stuff wrong. Like, hey, I'm your neighborly friendhood Spider-Man. And they'll all be here like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yeah, what? <laughs> yep. Like, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, I think they'll show Life is Strange <laughs> True Colors. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, they'll just show off a little more of that game. Um, sure. There's not really more that they need to show for me to buy it. Like, me, <laughs> right. me and Lee are buying that day one. And, uh, oh, of course. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be pretty cool. But yeah, they'll they'll show that. They'll reiterate the release date of like September 9th. Okay. Um, and uh, and yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, Forspoken. I think maybe they'll show a little bit more Forspoken. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the uh the, the the luminous, the luminous productions game. That's uh that's in development that uh that was until recently called Project Athia. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I think maybe they'll show a little more of that game. Um. And say yes, it'll come out twenty twenty two. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy seven remake part two. I think maybe we'll see like we'll hmm. we'll get a we'll get a little piece. Um, 
But I don't know if they're going to do that before Intergrade comes out, actually. Okay, sure, that's fair. And there's also the other Final Fantasy VII projects like First Soldier and yeah. Ever Crisis and stuff. Will um, you, as a precautionary measure, be beating Part 1 before E3? Uh, ooh, I don't think I have the time for that. Sure. I don't think I have the time to do that. Well, when Kefka and the cast of Final Fantasy VI show up, you'll be in pro- trouble. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I I do think there's potential for a for a trailer for part two with no sure. gameplay. Actually, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be like, totally clear for anybody who has not played part <laughs> one, I did not spoil anything that happens right. in part one by saying that. Yeah, and I don't know what happens in part one, right. so this is also not a spoiler. My my idea for a fake trailer. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> Uh, but, like, it'll just open with, like, you know, like, Cloud, like, looking over the prize and being like, I can't believe the events I experienced were just me, Cloud Strife, playing the video game Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, but I can't wait to play more Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. And then, like, he looks at the camera and goes, and Red Thirteen's playable now. <laughs> and then, and this is like, Final Fantasy VII Part Two, Crisis Grade <laughs> 7. It just, like, the like the ending happens, and then it zooms out of the TV into a room where Cloud is sitting on a beanbag <laughs> chair holding a PS4 controller. <laughs> hey, it's me, Cloud Strife, normal human. <laughs> I was just playing this great Final Fantasy game that I'm in. I can't wait to play the second one. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. Cloud Strife 69 is my YouTube channel. <laughs> they make, it's like an ARG. They make the real YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're just dropping the bit there. Yeah, All right, this, this bit is nothing. We're, we're going, <laughs> we're, we're getting out of here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do think though, they, there will be a teaser, actually. I think there'll be a teaser. Okay. And uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they'll they'll show they'll show some gameplay. Maybe they'll be like, actually, it's coming out in twenty twenty two. I hope we get yeah. I hope we get more gameplay. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I, I hope it looks a little nicer than it did. All like, right. Yeah. Like like uh like graphical fidelity. Yeah, wise. yeah, yeah. I get like, you. Yeah, like uh, yeah. I'm 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 into the setting. Mm-hmm. I, I think the story could be cool. But in that first trailer, it it looked like a. Like a mid to late PS4 game, and uh, and yeah, it'd be cool if it looked like a PS5 game when they sure. showed it again. I can yeah. appreciate that. So, potential new announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, one big one actually is a slew of announcements that will happen uh, before E3 even ah. even happens. There is going to be a Dragon Quest 35th anniversary stream on May 26, hmm. about 10 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it'll it'll be happening in Japan. On May 27th in Japan. Okay. Uh, but for the first time in Dragon Quest stream history, uh, there will be, like, uh, there will be, like, an English translation. Oh. Or there, there'll be an English stream that you can watch that'll wow. have annotations or, or translations or something. Okay. Uh, like, cool. Yeah, for the first time, they're doing an international Dragon Quest stream instead of just a Japanese one. That must be because they've got big information. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I uh, I think there's going to be, like, international announcements uh, that will be, like, a big deal. Sure. So this will at least happen after this episode goes live, hopefully. Mm-hmm. 
but it'll happen before we record the next one. Okay. Uh, so, some Dragon Quest predictions. All right. I think there'll be some Dragon Quest monster stuff. Cool. And I'm hoping that that will include some localizations, because <laughs> lately the, the Dragon Quest Monsters franchise has only been in Japan, and uh, and I love the Dragon Quest Monsters games. Sure. So. Uh, so I hope we'll, we'll get some some DQM. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I had some old DQM, some new DQM, sure. like, you know, port some old shit, uh, bring some new shit, like, yeah, give, give me Dragon Quest Monster stuff. I've, I miss that franchise. Right. Haven't, like, haven't played one since, like, Dragon Quest Monsters Joker. Yeah, for the yeah. DS, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll show off stuff for their mobile games. Sure. And, uh... And some, like, there'll be some kind of wacky spinoff. Maybe a Dragon Quest fighting game? I don't know who'd be working on it. I'm down. Yeah. I'd play that Dragon Quest game. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll finish with 12. Okay. It will be a trailer without gameplay. Yeah. But, like, it'll have the... Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll have that theme mm-hmm. while showing, like, you know, CG animation of... Of at least some of the new cast. Okay. Yeah. And then the last thing will be that they will execute the composer of the franchise <laughs> live on stage. Yeah, not not holding my breath for that. Uh, He's a bad dude, for he, those who may not have the context. Yeah, no, that guy sucks. He's, like, racist yeah. <laughs> and does not believe that comfort women existed during World War II. Yeah, which... <laughs> TLDR, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it'll it'll they'll they'll end with Dragon Quest twelve. I, I do think that will be announced during the Dragon Quest stream. Cool. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the Dragon Quest theme. I'm so, happy for you. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 Uh ports, remasters, remakes of old games. Okay. Um they've been on a roll with those, so I think there'll definitely be more announced. Sure. Um bit of a loss on what they could show uh i just want the trials of mana team to remake final fantasy 6 that would be dope or chrono trigger uh that would also be dope i think what's more likely is that team actually remaking live alive ah uh, yes uh i okay yeah because <laughs> I think Trials of Mana did well, yeah. right? Probably a little better than they were expecting. Yeah, it did do better than they were expecting. That's yeah. good. I don't know if it did well enough that they would trust that team with either Final Fantasy or Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. right? Like, the th- those are a couple of their golden geese. They yeah. want to make sure, like, ever since they, they did really shitty ports of 5 and 6 <laughs> on mobile phones, they want to make sure that they get that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, like... I think they know uh, that they're kind of setting themselves up for failure by remaking games with that level of, of you know, clout and critical acclaim, right? Mm-hmm. Like, people love FF6 and Chrono Trigger so much that even if the remake is good, there will be FF6 and Chrono Trigger diehards that are like, you made this wrong. Yeah. Right? Uh, but meanwhile, like... Trials of Mana, they could completely reimagine that game 
and uh, <laughs> and the only person that'll be mad about it is our friend Leo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, right. Like the stakes are way lower for com- for for remaking kind of lesser known games like that. Sure. So I think they'll do that with Live Alive because this is like even if they completely change the game, uh. This, the stakes are way lower. Like well, it will mostly be people experiencing that game for the first time and thinking, "Oh, this is cool." I hope it is cool. Yeah, but it's impossible for me to care. <laughs> uh, like, and also, I think they'd be able to update that game. Yes, like, and all of its cool ideas into something that's less obtuse and frustrating to play. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think a remake of Live Live would be pretty cool. I think. That the Trials of Mana team, whatever they're working on, won't get announced for another year minimum. Okay. Like, the Trials of Mana just came out last year. Yeah. So uh, so I think they need a little more time to work on whatever they're working on. Sure. But I something makes me feel like it's a Live Alive remake. Uh, I mean, maybe it'll just be like a splash screen. You know, it'll show, like, Live Alive, but the eye will be missing. And then uh, female monkey that's made like weirdly sexy will just stick the eye in and wink at the camera and then leave and then people will understand what that game is all about (laughs) (laughs) uh no i (laughs) i don't think we'll even get a teaser I, i think yeah I think we're. I think that's just a ways off. Yeah, I don't think that we will either. To be clear, I was doing a bit because I had a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> you never do that. <laughs> uh, one thing we could see is that Tokyo RPG Factory mm-hmm. has been releasing new games roughly every two years. Okay. Uh, I am Setsuna. Right. Then Lost Sphere. Then Oninaki. Right. Uh, and it kind of feels like. Each subsequent game they've made gets less and less critical acclaim, <laughs> so who knows if that company's still going to exist in the next few years. Sure. Uh, but maybe we'll maybe we'll see the next uh, Tokyo RPG Factory game. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah. Um, one thing I wonder if, instead of making a new IP again, mm-hmm. it will either be I Am Sessina 2, or they will be the ones that are remaking Final Fantasy VI. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I'd feel about them remaking Final Fantasy VI. You but know, it's the, but it's a kind of weird choice that Square Enix might make. Yeah, and I feel like they've they still they they've still got it. They've just made some increasingly large mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I'm willing to give them another shot. Okay, you you almost bought Oninaki, but then you didn't. Yeah, I I mean you know one day when it's on sale, I will get it and try it out because I feel like it might be the kind of like mediocre PSP RPG experience where it's like, this isn't good, but it, you can grind and fight things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I, I, pl- I got the demo mm-hmm. and uh, that made me not get the game. Okay. Yeah. Like it's, uh, maybe okay, I'll it's, get it's... the game and that'll make me not get the demo. Cause <laughs> I've got the game. You're really, you're really killing it tonight, Sean. Thanks. I'm glad that you are publicly expressing your confidence in me <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> it makes me feel so valued as a member of the Beep Boop team. You are valued. I know. You you have a value. <laughs> <laughs> it's quantifiable. <laughs> uh, I, I do feel like at some point, 
we're gonna get some old Kingdom Hearts games and like maybe Chrono Trigger on the Switch. Mm. But I think those would show up during a Nintendo Direct, not during like Square sure. Enix's big thing. Um uh, but I forgot that we had already moved on from Ports and Remaster Talk, and we were talking about Tokyo RPG Factory. Right. Well, I mentioned six. Okay. And then potentially doing six. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because that is the kind of weird choice that they'd make, kind of like that weird Secret of Mana remake that wasn't very good. Right. Yeah. Like, and I think, I think kind of a Final Fantasy VI graphical remake with a weird art style that doesn't change much gameplay wise Mm -hmm. would be something they're more likely to do than kind of the the trials of mana treatment no that makes sense yeah and said still nobody would be happy by with that (laughs) uh so a couple more thoughts a a couple more potential things i could see square next announcing outside of like uh new stuff right like just like brand new ips and shit right although i don't know who'd be working on them so (laughs) Uh, Tomb Raider, hmm. while I was doing research, I, uh, I, I was like, oh yeah, that, that sequel, that Tomb Raider movie, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that move, that Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander was getting a sequel, but it got delayed because of COVID. I wonder if that got canceled or what. Yeah. And, uh. It's going back into production okay. with a new director and writer, hmm. uh, and that that director slash writer literally finished the first draft of the new script last week. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, like, that will not be at E3. <laughs> yeah, I that, think that's yeah. fair to say. I thought, because I thought maybe, like, oh, maybe Alicia Vikander will, like, sure. show up and be like, hi, I'm working on the new Tomb Raider movie, it'll be cool. Right. Uh, but yeah, first draft of the script Yeah. finished on May 24th, 2021. Uh, the working title is Tomb Raider Obsidian. Hmm, yeah. all right. But yeah, maybe no uh, no Tomb Raider news for, for a hot minute. Sure. Uh... Kingdom Hearts, though. Hmm. So, uh, so that that rhythm game came out just last year. Yep. And I think the mobile game's doing Dark Road or whatever, right? Right. Or, or that's like Dark Road's like slated to come out, or uh. So yeah, Dark Dark Road came out June twenty second last year. Okay, I completely missed this. So you know the mobile game, Kingdom Hearts Key, yes, Unchained, etc. Yeah. Uh, on February twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, Square Enix announced that the game would be reaching its end of service in April of that year for the Japan server. Whoa. And May for the global servers. Whoa. The end of service will come with an update to the game, allowing players to view the game cutscenes offline. Oh, wow. Uh, Square Enix also announced another update planned for September that would allow players to play Kingdom Hearts Dark Road in its entirety offline. Huh. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so here's the, th- here's the thought. Mm-hmm. Um... One thing that was rumored a while back, and then we haven't really heard anything about it since, yeah, is that a Kingdom Hearts series is in development for Disney Plus, like uh, a like a Kingdom Hearts TV series. Uh-huh. I think that it's real, okay, and that they'll announce it at the at the Square Enix event. Okay, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, and I think I think the series will be 
a retelling of the events of the mobile game. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be smart. Me like it will either be a retelling of the events of the of the mobile game, or it will like take place during the general setting and timeline of the mobile game. Sure, but not actually cover the events of the mobile game <laughs> because you'll have to go and watch the cutscenes yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is literally <laughs> like because uh, fucking Nomura mm-hmm. has been like really uh really particular about that. He has consistently been like, oh no, you you need to kind of experience all this stuff yourself right right? like i will never (laughs) i i like i might re-release a part of the story right uh but i will never retell it in a way that's more accessible (laughs) well that's not true they did a rechain of memories i guess sure so yeah so maybe maybe a retelling in disney plus instead of like you know instead of like a bunch of non-voice acted cutscenes featuring chibi versions of a bunch of characters that you need to click through sure. for hours. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. But uh but they had an opportunity to do that before and instead they made like an they made an animated like, you know, the the CG animated side story right. that takes place like during the <laughs> events of all that uh-huh. but doesn't actually depict the events of all that. Yep. Uh so Here's my prediction. The Kingdom Hearts Disney Plus series is real. Yeah. The plot will be nothing I can predict. <laughs> I think that's a great prediction. Yep. That might be the most accurate prediction you've ever made. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, I do think there's a possibility that that's the kind of announcement that only Disney would be allowed to make. Sure. Uh, so maybe that won't be there. But I feel like there'll be a Kingdom Hearts something during, okay. the, during the Square Enix conference. Cool. Any more Square Enix thoughts? I love RPGs. I love RPGs, too. All right, what's next? Uh, Ubisoft. Okay. So Ubisoft Forward will be on June 12th at 12 p.m. noon Pacific time. Okay. Um, And uh, honestly, like, I thought about looking up all the stuff that Ubisoft's doing. Yeah. And, like, they recently did an earnings report. Mm-hmm. And during that earnings report, there were, like... Uh, is starting in 2022, like starting in fiscal year 2022, we're gonna focus less on releasing big games. Hmm. Um, like you know, we're we're going to keep going with our current release slate, but yeah, we're we're focusing less on releasing big games and maybe a bit more on like mobile games and microtransactions and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, so part of that makes it feel like there's not much of a point to predicting Ubisoft stuff, sure. even though they have like a whole like year, yeah, or two years like left of like big game releases and stuff but also like <laughs> that company is just a mess right now still yeah and uh and like i didn't really want to like talk about their slate in excited fashion that's fair um so like here's a couple i think they're they're working on a star wars game i mm-hmm. think there'll be a trailer for that with no gameplay yeah um and I don't know if it's happening this year, but I think Beyond Good and Evil 2 will get cancelled again. <laughs> yeah, I'd, and I'd be fine with that at yeah. this point. I'm so <laughs> sick of hearing about Beyond Good and Evil 2 <laughs> at this point. Uh, Every time they do some announcement for it, it's completely different than the previous one. Like, yeah. just, just get over yourselves. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. actually, I'm completely fine with Ubisoft, like, kind of sunsetting themselves into working on mobile games and shit because that means i want to play ubisoft games anymore because every time i play an ubisoft game even if it's cool i think to myself if somebody else had made this it would be more polished (laughs) 
I think I think they've made some pretty polished experiences, but like, uh, <laughs> yeah, just just for me, like like over the past year, like every time like I see like an Ubisoft game, it's like, oh, that looks cool, and then like I see just a single headline that's basically right. like, and here's how Ubisoft fucked it right, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or you hear about like yeah. Ubisoft CEO murdered somebody <laughs> in the street. Ubisoft re- releases new Splinter Cell game <laughs> where Black Lives Matter is the bad guy. Right, right, yeah. Uh, which, which is the, like <laughs> Eve's Gamo murdering someone, not a real headline. The thing I just said, a real, real headline. headline. Yeah, slightly yeah. paraphrased. Right, of course. Uh, uh, not literally Splinter Cell, but Tom Clancy. Yeah. Yeah, so they'll they'll be there, and yep. I, I'm sure they'll announce some games that look cool, and and then uh, they'll announce that uh, their new CEO is Joss Whedon. <laughs> uh, he can't get work anywhere else. We'll see. <laughs> um, any more Ubisoft thoughts? Uh, no, but I do have a Joss Whedon thought, which is that he, when he, when even you know Buffy is saying like, "Yeah, I wouldn't work with Joss Whedon again." <laughs> At that point, it's time to hang your hat and never do another thing. Yeah, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you know. Rats are known to eat through concrete in an order to get back into houses. So. Yeah, like a f- fucking um, oh, I forget his name. Like fucking John Lasseter has managed to kind of sneak his way back into employment sure. in other companies with like no repercussions. So that's true. I'm I'm sure I'm sure Joss will find a way if he really wants to. Capitalism is depressing. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so next up, yep, Sega. Sega. Yeah. Yeah. Uh We've been bought by Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> so Sega is one of those companies that I don't think will have their own presentation, so that kind of okay. implies that their announcements will kind of be scattered across other areas of E3. Sure. Um I could actually see them doing basically like just literally a Sonic 30th anniversary stream. Okay. Um and I do think there'll be Sonic 30th anniversary announcements yeah. at E3. In fact, there are already some rumors and leaks about that. Okay. Uh, the first leak is that a re-release of Sonic 3 and Knuckles is rumored to be greenlit uh, with some changes. I bet I know what they are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically they'll remove... Uh, the music that they will never admit that Michael Jackson wrote right. uncredited yeah. and replace it with some new music. Sure. Um, I'd be interested to hear what the new music was. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it'll be like decent, but feel off. Yes. Because it's replacing music that we've been hearing for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'd, it'd be cool actually if they, they got whoever composed for Sonic Mania to just make the new Sonic 3 and Knuckles tracks. That would be cool. Um, yeah, but I I think also that's potentially attached to uh to like just like a 2D Sonic compilation. Sure. Right? Like Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Yeah. It'd be cool if it was just like a big ass Sonic collection with like a whole just just put Mania on there. Sure. Put, you know, uh <laughs> put like a bunch of the spin-offs on there, mm-hmm. you know, like it'd be cool if it was just like a definitive 
Sonic 2D compilation. Put Sonic 4 on there. Why not? Sure. Maybe uh maybe tweak Sonic 4 a bit so that it's better. Yes. Uh important. Yeah, that that'd be cool. I'd yeah. like I'd like to see that. I'd like to play Sonic Spinball again. Yeah. Yeah, I right? Like, that like game. Like like remember remember like in the GameCube days where they just put out collections with like Sonic almost... Gems collection. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, well, Sonic, Sonic Gems Collection, but specifically Sonic Mega Collection, right? Which had like almost every Sonic game ever made up to that point, <laughs> and then Sonic Gems Collection, which had almost every other Sonic game made up to that point, <laughs> right? Uh, that wasn't like Sonic Adventure, yeah. Forward, you know, like, uh, like rather like Sonic Mega Collection had like the mainline Sonics, right? right. Uh. And and like a bunch of the Game Gear games and stuff, right? And then Sonic Gems Collection was here's the weird stuff that we forgot. Yeah, yeah. Sonic CD, mm-hmm. Sonic R, Sonic the Fighters. Uh, I think that the Tails Adventure game was on there for the GameCube. It was on the, yeah for the Game Gear. Uh, yeah, Tails Adventure was on both collections. Okay, I think. yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I love Gems Collection. Me too. Uh, but yeah, just remember when they put all that shit into a single collection like it's it, nice it'd be nice if they did that again for sonic 30th anniversary i agree um but i don't think they will <laughs> because one of the other leaks is that a standalone sonic colors remaster oh is uh is coming out cool yeah i'd like to actually play that i heard it was all right yeah i've, I've heard it was pretty good mm-hmm. I've, I've heard like it's a very like uh it's kind of a hidden gem for a sonic game yeah uh that like nobody played because uh <laughs> I mean their reputation at that point. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Because nobody played because they'd already played Sonic in the Secret Rings for the yeah. Wii. I uh, played Sonic in the Secret Rings for the Wii. Me too. And so when Sonic Colors came out later also for the Wii, I think everyone kind of just assumed that well, if it's anything like Sonic and the Secret Rings, I don't need to play this one. <laughs> right, yeah. Because Sonic and the Secret Rings came out, and then Sonic and the Black Knight came oh, out. Oh, man. And then Sonic Colors came out. God, what a double whammy. <laughs> like, that's bad. They, uh, If I'm remembering right, they wanted to make a Sonic Storybook trilogy. Ooh. Uh, where, like, they would make a third game that, like, yeah. adapted some kind of fairy tale. Uh, and some, for some reason, that never came <laughs> Can't about. imagine why. That that's actually what they're doing for the 30th anniversary. It's the <laughs> right. It's finally, it's Sonic as Robin Hood. Yeah, <laughs> Sonic and the Merry Men. Uh, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, thanks. And all the Merry Men are obviously Sonic characters. Oh, of course. Right, yeah, I want to play that now. Actually, now that you're saying, <laughs> but that, you can only play it with a Wii mode. Oh no, held sideways. I want to play a competently made <laughs> version of that. Uh. Imagine Big the Cat as Little John. I that that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Uh but thematically they'd probably make it tails, right? Well, the little the joke is that Little John is huge. Right. That's why I went to that. It's way. it's Big the Cat with Tails' head. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> because Tails is still Sonic's best friend. Froggy. <laughs> no, he's he he sounds exactly like Tails. And and has tails his personality. That was not me doing a big the cat voice. Uh, no, that, that's oh, why. That's why I specified. I right, right, it's it's tails. Of course, it's just tails with big the cat's body. Okay, I like my version better. <laughs> the words we never hear uttered here on a smashing theory <laughs> from either of us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I think that. I think the Sonic 3 and Knuckles redo, I think that's real. Okay. I think the Sonic Colors remaster is definitely real. Yeah. 
And uh, I think they'll also announce, like, a new mainline Sonic game. Okay. Um, And I think they'll try to get it out this year, but... Or I think they've been trying to get it out this year. Yeah. Uh, but I think by the time they make the announcement, they'll be like, it's coming out in 2022. <laughs> right. But it's still an anniversary game. It's just coming out in 2022. Right. Uh, and, but here's here's the... is Will it be good? Will the new mainline Sonic game be good? Oh, man. Yes. Ooh. I'm doing a spicy prediction. I think they'll surprise us. I think that it will be everything that we love about Sonic, and it will be like a solid 8 out of 10. Okay. Okay, cool. I feel like we fall into this trap every time. That's true. A new mainline Sonic game is about to be announced. And I am spin-dashing into it once more. (laughs) I just want to enjoy my childhood again. Yeah. I uh I hope I hope there's a lot of Sonic re-releases this year. Yeah. And they just like, yeah. I hope there's just a compilation with all the 3D ones. I hope there's a compilation with all the 2D ones. Yeah. I hope there's I hope there's a couple weird spin-offs. The the Dragon Quest fighting game, I said, uh whoever's going to work on that should make a Sonic fighting game instead. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sonic like, Fighters 2. Yeah, I I really like one day before I die, I just want Arc System Works to make a Sonic fighting game. That would be incredible. And I I feel like they don't like they don't have a team that's available to do <laughs> that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to see that someday. Uh other Sega stuff, uh Shin Megami Tensei and Persona. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think E3 is where we would see a new Persona announcement. Me neither. Yeah. Strikers uh, just happened. Yeah. You know. Um, I do think that there's going to be Persona announcements this year. Okay. I think, uh, I think sometime this year, uh, like, they're going to announce, like, a new, like, Persona 5 spinoff of some kind. Sure. And they will also tease Persona 6. Okay. Um, but I don't think it's happening at E3. Okay. Maybe Tokyo Game Show. Sure. Uh, which is in, like, September. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5, however. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're getting the release date for that at E3, but I think it'll probably be during Nintendo's Direct. Okay. So maybe we'll hear more about that. We'll Maybe we'll talk more about that in a couple weeks. Cool. Um, and uh, the last second thing, Lost of Judgment right. is coming out in September worldwide. Mm-hmm. That's that's wild, by the way. Yeah. That a, that a game by the Yakuza team is coming out worldwide yes. for multiple platforms. I'm into it. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's yeah. a very cool announcement. Um. But, uh, so yeah, maybe, maybe we'll just see like a trailer for that or something. Sure. Uh, even, uh, but like, you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any more Sega thoughts? Uh, Sonic. Love that guy. Funky little guy. Love him. What's next? (laughs) Capcom. Okay. So, so now we're kind of getting into like smaller companies, right? Uh, that like won't really have their own presentations. They'll just have announcements scattered throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and a lot of these are just kind of like we already know what they're working on. We'll see more of it at the at E three. Sure. Um. So Capcom's got Monster Hunter Stories two. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see some kind of trailer for that or whatever. I'd love that. Um. Don't or whatever Monster Hunter Stories two. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for it. I, I just like I don't think we'll like anything will be big and surprising about it at this point. Okay. I think like. I think they'll be like the game's coming out in a month. Here's <laughs> here's a new monster. Sure. Uh and it'll be like cool. Can't yeah, wait to play it. I will be like cool. Can't wait to play it. <laughs> I mean me too, maybe. <laughs> uh 
And uh, and Ace Attorney, like, uh, great Ace Attorney investigations is already coming out. Yeah. So maybe they'll just be like, hey, here's, you know, here's some localized gameplay of the game. Isn't yeah. that neat? Here's some more info on Herlock Schmolms. Yeah. And I think they might talk a bit more about it during Nintendo's E3 Direct. Yeah, so that we'll, makes sense. We'll, we'll touch on that later, I guess. Um, and finally, Pragmata, which is uh, Capcom's big, like, you know, their big PS5 right. exclusive that they're working on with, like, the weird... The, like, astronaut. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Um, I don't think we'll see anything of that game, actually. Me neither. <laughs> I, I think that... I think that is the deep down of this generation, <laughs> right? Right, right. They, they made a big, mis- of, yeah, yeah, big mysterious announcements about it. Uh, they said we will not talk about this for at least a year, and then they don't, yeah, ever again. <laughs> uh, I'd love to be proven wrong. the The concept for Pragmata seems very weird, interesting, and, weird and trippy and interesting. Yeah, uh, but like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Any more Capcom thoughts? Capcom, Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, what's next? Uh, I don't think, uh, like, I think maybe they'll be like, oh, Oro, here's Oro. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. Uh, for Street Fighter, but... Um, that wasn't actually a thought, I was just yeah. doing a thing, but yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Alright, Bayonet Namco. Yep. Uh, so they, they actually have four games in development right now that they could talk about. Right. I think these are these are all actually kind of big boys. Right? Okay. Uh, first, Digimon Survive. Mm. Uh, last we heard about Digimon Survive, they said we'll talk about it again in spring 2021. Right. Um, we are we are right in the middle of spring <laughs> 2021, and they haven't said shit. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I think we'll see it again at E3. They'll give us a release date finally. Sure. Uh, it'll look beautiful, and I'll be so excited to play it. I hope so. Uh, Tales of Arise. Ah. Uh, the latest Tales game, they're currently kind of celebrating Tales' 25th anniversary. Sure. Um, so they'll, they'll show more of that game, they'll, they'll give a release date for it, like, near the end of this year. Okay. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll show off some of the dub, and it'll, it'll be cool. Cool. Uh, also, I, I kind of want them to just like re-release more tales games i don't know if that's happening yeah but if but maybe maybe there'll be an announcement at e3 sure they'll be like hey like here's like tales of fantasia and shit like re-release on the switch okay scarlet nexus they're they're like they're weird kind of anime like uh fight big monsters game right right that's coming out june 25th right so I think there'll be, like, kind of a launch trailer for yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna at, say, like, yeah. a final trailer. Yeah, like, yeah. a final trailer for it at the Xbox event. Maybe they'll even, like, talk about, like, a, a DLC season pass or something. Okay. And Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, there were some big leaks about this game yeah. a little while back, and Van Namco still kind of kept their trap shut. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh... I think they'll kind of make some revisions to that, like, leak trailer. Right? Okay. Maybe they'll even kind of cut a new trailer hmm. just so that, like, the reveal is exciting. Sure. Um, But uh, but that will show up during the Xbox conference. Okay. And, uh, and they'll be like, hey, when we announced this game, we said it was coming to PS4 and Xbox <laughs> One. It's coming to PS5 and Series. Right. Uh, sure. Series S and X. And then, like, they will actually show gameplay from that game, like, during, like... 
post-conference, like, showcases and stuff. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll actually see some Elden Ring. I think it'll come out, like, 2022. All right. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll announce 2022 and then delay it to 2023. <laughs> and I'm realizing now I, I had something to say that would get shown at the Xbox conference. And I think I accidentally skipped it in the outline. Okay. I think the Xbox conference will have an anime game. Ah, okay. And I think the anime game will be developed by Bandai Namco. Hmm. And I think it will also be developed by Arc System Works. Oh. I think... That the team that was working on Dragon Ball Fighters mm-hmm. has been making a new anime fighting game for Bandai Namco. Mm-hmm. They had like kind of a skeleton crew working on the rest of the DLC. Sure. And the rest of that team was working on either Naruto Fighters or One Piece Fighters. Okay. Uh hope it's Naruto. I keep going back and forth <laughs> about which one it's more likely to be, right? Uh, when I say Naruto Fighters, I mean Naruto Boruto Fighters. Right, of course. Uh, cause, like, that story, like, you can, uh, like, Naruto's done, right? So you can kind of have, like, a full, like, satisfying roster for that game. Yeah. And, like, I think the Boruto anime recently had this arc where, like, Boruto, like, like, kind of gets thrown back to the past and kind of just witnesses (laughs) the events of Naruto. Uh... Um... So whoever whoever has the power to do that sure. just like creates the scenario for this fighting game. Okay. So Boruto fighters Boruto characters can fight Naruto characters. Yeah. And you can kind of see like uh you can kind of fight as the Shippuden cast instead of having to be Dad Naruto. Sure, sure. Uh, but Dad Naruto will also be playable. <laughs> uh like, you know, uh, Shippuden Naruto will be uh, base roster. Dad Naruto will be DLC. This shit again. <laughs> God. <laughs> when the game's o- when the DLC is finally over, there will be six different playable. Naruto's. Right. Yeah. It'll be like boy Naruto, Shippuden Naruto, adult Naruto, Hokage Naruto, uh, <laughs> Naruto, but he's possessed by the Nine Tails. Yeah. And then fucking one more. Yeah. Uh, say Sage Naruto. Sure. Uh, Awful. Uh, uh, adult Naruto is is Hokage Naruto. But they'll be two separate characters. <laughs> be one casual and then one in Hokage garb. They will inexplicably have different moves. <laughs> uh, and then sexy Jutsu Naruto. Will also oh be God! <laughs> well, there, there's not enough there to be its own move set. They'll oh, invent some shit. That'll just be one of Boy Naruto's supers, Horrible. and it'll be uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, One Piece fighters, um, One Piece is more current, right? Yeah. It's it's more relevant right now. Uh, the main issue there is that, like, the anime and the manga are in the middle of a big arc right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like they'd want to wait until that arc's done. Okay. Uh, but I f- here's what they'd probably do. A... The game's not coming out till 2022 anyway. Sure. Right? Like, they, they'd be like, the game's coming out in 2022, so maybe the big arc, the Wano arc that's happening right now, uh, the One Piece Samurai arc, uh, maybe that is kind of likely to be over, uh, at least in the manga, by 2022. Okay. And then what they can do is have, is basically release several Wano characters as DLC, right? Okay. And yeah, that's really, that's really the main holdup, uh... And I just came up with a solution for it. <laughs> so I, I think it's going to be One Piece Fighters. Okay. 
Um, Unless you can play as the egg pirate with the long legs, I'm not interested. Uh, his name is Monsieur Tamago. Yeah, great. Uh, no, wait, it's uh, Baron Tamago. Right. His name is Baron Tamago. <laughs> I don't think he'll be playable. Put him in the game, you he, cowards. He's just not that important, but he is... He's important to me. He is a man in a in a in a tuxedo who is shaped like an egg. And one of his super moves is legs benedict. Excellent. Yeah, he is one of the best characters in the game. In, the only in... thing that I like about One Piece. <laughs> I Why why do you always do this? Why do you always say things that'll make like the most like ravenous fan bases come after us? Come at me. <laughs> One Piece fans. Here's the thing. Read Chief be... on Twitter. Here's the thing. They won't be coming at you. They'll be coming at our... Come exclusively at me. I'm Read Chief on Twitter. <laughs> Come find me, One Piece fans. You... Oh, God. You you don't know what you're asking for right Come now. Come find me. <laughs> Ratio my shit. And here's here's also the thing. Here's here's a yeah. here's here's a bonus prediction for okay. one for One Piece fighters. Uh, that game will come out. I will buy it. You will be you'll be around. Yeah. And you will realize that a minimum of one of the characters in that game has a fighting game moveset that you love even if you hate the character. Obviously. <laughs> That's how it always happens. <laughs> I like, I yeah I, th- <laughs> I think also maybe you should provide context that you just have like some bad One Piece related experiences. Yeah, I mean, not I mean, not it's not even really something that bothers me anymore because right. this happened over a decade ago. But I once dated a girl who was really into One Piece, and she cheated on me and then dumped me by sending me a letter in the mail. <laughs> the, the mail. <laughs> the mail. Yeah. So somehow you add to that story a little bit every time you retell <laughs> it to me, and I learn a new like wild detail. Yeah. So I I actually got the letter in the mail and forgot to open it and went to visit her in Orlando where <laughs> she lived. And the whole time she was like, "Yeah, when you get back, you should really open that letter." <laughs> she didn't even dump you in person. No. So then I went back and I opened the letter, and it was like. A, uh, you know, a Dear John letter where she dumped me, and B, I had, like, loaned her two video games, and the, cart- and the cartridges were in there. <laughs> that was that was how I got dumped. <laughs> when when you visited her, did she, like, like kiss you hello and stuff? Yeah. Was, was it like she just acted like your regular girlfriend? No, I mean, like, I could tell something was off. Right, you know? but, but no, like, she was still, but like, she was still behaving like your girlfriend during that I was that sleeping visit. in her bed. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I didn't like One Piece for a while after that. <laughs> and uh, now, I mean, I don't know. I just find it kind of silly and stupid, which is also the charm. Yes, like, it, it is silly and stupid sometimes, but in, like, a very deliberate and charming yeah. way. Yeah, like, And, like, uh, it's a shonen manga, and I don't like those generally. Right, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in spite of that, I think it will be... It will manage to be one of Arc System Works' best fighting games. Oh, don't tell me that. I Because, like, there's just so much potential for fighting game movesets in One Piece. I understand. Yeah, oh my god, like, it's, like, yeah. Arc System Works, like, being allowed to do what they want with that roster, with that cast of characters, <laughs> the, the fighting game possibilities are mind-blowing. And... 
Here's what will kill you. Okay. They'll announce the game. Before the week is over, they will confirm that it will launch with rollback netcode. So the next uh, one we're going to talk about is... uh, Who are we talking about next? (laughs) (laughs) You you are... You're being filled with a sense of dread because you know what I'm saying is true. Uh, So we're talking about uh, X-Seed Games next. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, like... Maybe every now and then, right? Uh, on this podcast, I latch onto an idea. Mm. Uh, I get really convinced it's going to happen, and then, like you know, a couple weeks pass, and it turns out that was absurd. Yeah, and maybe that's what One Piece Fighters is. Maybe One sure. Piece Fighters is the time that happens for this episode. Uh, but some something about One Piece Fighters being announced at the Xbox conference this year, the way that Dragon Ball Fighters was announced mm-hmm. at their conference. In 2016, sure, or 2015, or 2017, um, some something about that makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, yeah. How how do you feel about that, John? I think it's entirely possible, <laughs> but I'm not willing to stake my reputation on it, <laughs> like someone else in this very small room. <laughs> uh, like, cause cause that would both be like something like wild and something that feels unexpected. Sure. But also something where like there's a lot of precedent and possibility there. Yeah. Um like yeah, it would make sense that Bandai Namco would look at those Dragon Ball Fighters profits and want to work with Arc System Works again. Mm-hmm. It would make sense that Arc System Works would want all that money from Bandai Namco. And it makes sense that Xbox would keep that relationship with Bandai Namco and showing that game at the press conferences. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. It could be Naruto though. Sure. Uh I don't think it'll be My Hero Academia. Okay. And Bleach would be cool, but I don't think it's Bleach. I don't think Bleach is, like, big enough. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and Demon Slayer is already getting a fighting game from a different developer. Right. Which could be at the Xbox conference, actually. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. All right. Any more Bandai Namco thoughts? Absolutely not. <laughs> Any more One Piece Fighters thoughts? No, for many reasons that include, <laughs> but are not limited to, the fact that I don't like One Piece. I am ready to stop talking about that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> to balance this out by the way if it's not clear i do like one piece yeah yeah I, yeah i think that's very clear <laughs> at this point i'm not like a, i'm not like a mega fan but you did speed read the whole fucking manga <laughs> from 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 early july to mid-august 2019 i did i did read for the first time the entire manga from chapter one to chapter nine fifty. When yes. did One Piece start publishing? Uh nineteen ninety-eight. Can you appreciate, dear listeners, how insane <laughs> what he just said is? <laughs> it would be like if I read the Odyssey in three hours. <laughs> it, it was like all of my free time. Like yes. like I was doing nothing but reading One Piece for that period of time. And sending uh screenshots to me. Some of those screenshots included Baron Tamago. And they were great. <laughs> but there uh, was another one where a skeleton wanted a woman's underwear. <laughs> I didn't like that one. No. <laughs> no, that's this not a great running gag. And it is 1997. Oh my god. That's, that's even July- worse. 
1997. I I read the entirety of a manga that has been published from 1997 to the present. Christ. And and I've been keeping up. Like I I've been reading the Wano arc, which 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 I think uh his has been picking up. Uh, Exceed but- games. Is next. <laughs> I I wasn't really feeling the Wano arc for a while, but cool stuff is happening now. I believe you. Aw, thank you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, so any more th- any more thoughts uh, about Bandai Namco that aren't related to One Piece fighters? Truly, no. Okay. All right. So, uh, I shouldn't. I I don't know if I should have said this for the last company because I'm not really sure what to say about it. Okay. Uh, Exceed Games slash Marvelous. Uh, Exceed is usually like localizes right like a bunch of like mm-hmm. cool weird uh japanese stuff and uh and i think marvelous uh as of recently is their parent company okay um yes marvelous has been their parent company since 2011 and i don't really know specifically what to predict for xseed all i know is that when xseed went to e3 in 2019 mm-hmm. they announced like five big games <laughs> right they uh they announced like five big localizations okay they they went to e3 and they're like hey we're localizing grand blue fantasy versus yep uh we are localizing sakuna of rice and ruin oh great uh, great game we are we're localizing That was my number 3 game of last year. <laughs> yeah, we're we're localizing Hero Land, previously known as Work Work, right. a game that Daniel was predicting would be <laughs> like at a Nintendo Direct for uh-huh. like for months on end. Um and 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 a couple other things, yeah. right? Uh yeah, they they had a surprisingly prolific E3 presence okay. last time E3 was a thing. Sure. So it feels like they'll probably do that again. They'll okay. probably They'll probably have some like fairly big gets in terms of weird, cool Japanese video game localizations. Sure. Uh, and one of those games will probably be Rune Factory Five, mm-hmm. which Marvelous is developing. Right. Uh, it currently has a 2021 release date. Okay. Uh, so it will probably get a specific release date during E3. Sure. And uh, other than that, I don't know, but they'll they'll probably be something weird and cool. And XE will be responsible for it. I'm excited to see whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, me too. Any uh, any more XE or Marvelous thoughts? Whenever I hear XE, I think of the kind of seed you plant. Oh, all right. Yep. What's next? Uh. So about One Piece fires. <laughs> I don't actually have anything. I just... Thank God. <laughs> uh. So yeah. So that's all of the companies. That we both know about and want to talk about, right? They'll be present at uh at E three twenty twenty one. Besides Nintendo, who will get their own coverage, their Correct. own episode, because we will talk about Nintendo for the length of a full episode. <laughs> we sure will. Um, though maybe not this long. So, uh, <laughs> we'll see, Sean. We'll <laughs> but see. Unless they're making a One Piece game, then I mean, holy shit, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> just Maybe a, we'll set a new record. Yeah, stay stay tuned for my, <laughs> for my big Nintendo prediction. Baron Tamago's big day out. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention that he has like a big like kind of like twirly mustache. That's true. Yeah, and then he wears sunglasses. Look, look up Baron Tamago. Yeah, yeah. Like whether you like One Piece or not, that design is is truly meant to be beheld. <laughs> the, it is that. 
<laughs> um, do we have any big final predictions that aren't Nintendo related for for E3 this year? I don't think I do. Do you? Uh, no. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of busted out the big ones. I think. All right. right? Like, yeah, like Ma- Matrix game. Yes. Right. That's a big one. Uh, uh, Marvel versus DC. Right. And of course, One Piece fighters, the biggest announcement <laughs> of all. Of course. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I, I think I think the C three will be cool. I think it'll have some cool announcements. Okay. Like I think uh I think people are kind of I think there was kind of a period when all these presentations started being digital only. Yeah. There was kind of this decreased sense of scale. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be ready to kind of up their game a bit more. Cool. Um there there are kind of some people saying that that COVID has impacted the last year of development more than we can imagine. Mm-hmm. And maybe as a result, this will be kind of a lighter E3 experience. Sure. And that maybe some of these presentations hyped up a lot will kind of be underwhelming. Sure. So really, I'm I'm just kind of happy this is happening at all this year. And uh, and I think it'll be... I, I think whatever happens, it'll be cool that it happened. Yeah. So even if a lot of our, our big boy predictions don't happen, I think there'll still be stuff to like. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I uh, am looking forward to experiencing E3 once again, and I hope that it is an experience to remember. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> That's such like a... I I can't believe Reggie Fizeme sat down and and recorded that last line for you, and then you dubbed it over. Uh, well, you know, I originally just wanted to let him say it, but for continuity, you <laughs> yeah, know, you gotta, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, well, th- th- thanks, thanks for coming in anyway, Reggie. Yeah, see you later, Reggie. Yeah, <laughs> Mother Three, haha. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. I guess we can end this episode. Okay. Uh, well, wait, listener mail. I don't know what that last noise was supposed to be. That was not the sound of mail being open. I already tuned you out. <laughs> uh, so, we only got one listener mail uh, <laughs> that didn't talk exclusively about Nintendo. <laughs> like, I, I made multiple points, multiple posts that were like, yeah, send us your non-Nintendo predictions. Send us your prediction for any company except Nintendo, and some of you were like, I think that Mario's gonna get a big hat this year. <laughs> I mean, look, Daniel, this is the internet, okay? Sometimes you say, you know, we're gonna talk about one thing, and then you talk about One Piece for half an hour. <laughs> Sometimes stuff happens, okay? <laughs> right, but I didn't say... <laughs> I didn't say send us your predictions for anything except One Piece because we're definitely not going to talk about One Piece this week. Anyway, look. And uh, then someone's like, Luffy. Let's read this mail now. Stretches extra long. Uh, uh, Atlas Fathom. All right. Thank it's you for. Good old dependable Atlas Fathom. Good old dependable Atlas Fathom on Twitter says, uh, here are the few non-Nintendo predictions I have. Uh, Sega, Sonic's 30th anniversary collection, which includes Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Nice. Uh, re-release or reboot of Crazy Taxi and <laughs> and Jet Set slash oh. Jet Grind Radio. I would love that. Yeah, Jet Set Collection would be dope. Yeah. Uh, Warner Bros, Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights gameplay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights gameplay. Mm. That's ambitious, Atlas Fathom. Uh, Square Enix, 
Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, Final Fantasy Sixteen News, Life is Strange True Colors, and Chrono Trigger Remake slash re-release. Ha. Huh. Yeah. I think a re-release is more likely than a remake. Sure. Um, re- sign- re-release it again. Yeah, significantly more likely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Alice Fathom finally says, Other, uh, The Wolf Among Us 2 News ah. slash trailer, uh, new Among Us update or DLC content, <laughs> and new Fortnite content. <laughs> Fortnite is inevitable. <laughs> fair point. Yes, very fair point. I do think Fortnite will be present somewhere. Yeah. Um. Oh. Actually, uh, I think Fortnite will be present, and I think we'll be talking about that during the Nintendo conversation ah, in a couple weeks. Okay. <clears throat> um, I, I think Among Us is actually not a bad prediction. Yeah, same. Uh, the one thing I would say about that is that like the development team is still very small, mm-hmm. and I think the things they work on, they have to work on very slowly. Sure. Uh, so I don't know if they're ready to show, like, because they just released like a new map like a month or two ago. Right. Um. But uh, I'm sure they'd love to be present for something. Yeah. And I, I love the Wolf Among Us 2 uh, prediction. Yes, that was slipping that in was a good call. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think they... Um, yeah, because they, they kind of... During Game Awards season last year, they were like, Hey, I know everyone's expecting us to be there <laughs> because we were there last year. Right. But... Uh, we're working very hard on the game. We just have nothing to show right now. Sure. So, so maybe, maybe E3. I feel like it's more likely that we'll just see it at Game Awards this year. Okay. Uh, and that like that game's coming out in like 2023 or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, like I, I feel like Wolf Among Us 2 has a small but dedicated team working on it. Yeah. That's the vibe I get. That makes sense. Thanks, Atlas Fathom. Thanks, Atlas Fathom. Uh, Everyone else who sent in mail, we will read it next time. Yeah. Uh, and anyone else that wants to send us Nintendo-related predictions, you can now do so. Yes. Uh, the embargo has been lifted. And we we will be happy to read your, your Nintendo E3 thoughts, your Nintendo E3 questions, your Nintendo... Nintendo... <laughs> your Nintendo what E3... the fuck just happened to I you? don't know. <laughs> <laughs> your Nintendo E3 thoughts, your Nintendo E3 questions, and your Nintendo E3 predictions. Holy shit. We'll be happy to read all of those uh, next time. Because next time on A Smashing Theory, E3 predictions part two. All right. Nintendo. It feels like this is the first time in a little bit where we haven't gone, next time in A Smashing Theory. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. No, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, just for for a little bit, at the very least, for a little bit, we are back to bi-weekly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, we get this. It's a nice little episode right now. Then in two weeks, we'll get Nintendo predictions. Then two weeks after that, E3 will be over. And right. we'll do E3 reactions. Um, and who, who knows after that? Maybe we'll... Uh, maybe there's something we'll get to talk about within two weeks of that yeah uh but at least you're, you're gonna get a nice little six week chunk yes of the return to bi-weekly episodes for smashing yeah Theory. so get ready for that enjoy that uh and uh and i'm i'm excited for nintendo stuff there's me too there's been some nintendo stuff brewing that i'm uh, that i'm excited to talk about all right so uh i'm excited to see you all there and in the meantime, I hope that you have a some magic time.
Oh. <laughs> that that the vibe of him just like kind of like gently opening a door and walking out like as <laughs> as he said that. That's exactly what he did. Oh yeah. It'll be nice he's, to see him gone in a couple, now. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see him in a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's got to rest his voice for Nintendo. We're going yeah. back to bi-weekly, you know. Yeah. The smashing pipes. Got to clean those pipes. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>
that was probably the worst time that I had with doing uh, research for Road to Mystery. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, it literally made me sick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. You were a trooper, though. Thank you. Thanks, thanks yes. Royce, for giving Sean that info. Yes, good to know. Special thanks to Cool Gabe. Cool Gabe. I didn't get a full breath in, but it is sad that I can only hold a note for that long now. (laughs) There's lots of things they were sad about that. Don't beat yourself up. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Cool Gabe. Thanks, Cool Gabe. (laughs) Special thanks to Vinny G. Ah, Vinny G. Vinny G. The G stands for good, good game theories. <laughs> Love them when you post them in the Discordio. In, can you imagine everyone that Sean has considered just running a podcast by himself? <laughs> it would not be like this. <laughs> I feel like there are people that would listen to that. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) And on today's politics podcast, we're talking about Biden. (laughs) Biden. The B stands for bicuspids because he's got big old teeth. (laughs) He's got to buy a den and put some chickens in it. He put his dog in there so it's us biting people. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah, he has a rescue dog oh. named Major, I think. Oh, oh yeah, Major I know about Major. has been having a hard time acclimating to life in the White House. Oh, that's... Has, has bitten a couple of staffers. That's, uh, that's all. And they keep, like, sending him back to Delaware where Joe Biden has a house, you know, oh. to, like, train him better and then send him back. And then he bites somebody and send him back to Delaware. <laughs> like, they're, they're not giving up on him. It's, you know, uh, but... Yeah, like, you know, he's a rescue. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, he's got to be socialized. And, I mean, God, you know, being in the White House has got to be wild for any dog thanks Vinny. <laughs> thanks Vinny. <laughs> special thanks to all of our special thanks patrons if you want to get special thanks you can give us 20 dollars oh i forgot to plug the patreon oh yeah uh, patreon.com slash group yeah play patreon.com slash group if you're listening to this part you probably already subscribed to us well if you don't and you're just here for the giggles now you can be here to give us money as well <laughs> We'll give you special thanks, and yes. you can give us money. And uh, that was kind of musical. Special. We'll give you special thanks, and you can give us money, and then you can listen to Sean call Daniel Honey. <laughs> but maybe some of us would rather not. <laughs> special thanks. Give us all the money you got. <laughs> all right, thanks everybody. Special yeah. thanks. Bye. Bye.